As you open up to the universe, the universe opens you. Aloha, shifters, dreamers, multidimensional friends from across this beautiful holographic matrix. My name is Brendan, aka Skull Babylon, aka Skull Baby. Sometimes people call me that when they don't read my entire name or whatever, but that's cool too. And of course, Wolf Shield, Skull the Wolf, many names, Mystic Spider-Man, keep that one in mind. And you're tuned in for another very exciting paradigm shift, full moon, team building hangout tonight on may 11th 2017 and as per usual we are joined with some by some in the company of some amazing shifters from across the world so fellow shifters from across the world please feel free to unmute yourself and say hello to the people on the internet on this beautiful full moon so let's make some noise guys send some loves howl at the moon a little bit why don't you awesome guys all right guys thank you so much again for tuning in and thank you for all the shifters who are with us here either in the present moment or in the future as we said this is a paradigm shift team building hangout which is a part of the bigger real world interactive game to help shift consciousness at of paradigmshiftcentral.com so within this broadcast we're uh, just going to do some basic brief overview of to what the project is about and also inviting people to synchronize up with it and of course from there we're going to be getting into some basic general updates from different shifters to learn a little bit more about what we have been working on and what's new and exciting in terms of creating conscious media doing what we need to help continue our journey new things on our journey synchronicity logs and also just being able to communicate an intention for this full moon as well so being the full moon being the portal is open we got some awesome opportunity to be able to synchronize here as community so for those of you who are watching live on youtube please feel free to share this with your friends and of course even jump onto the main website and jump in the live chat there and uh yeah in terms of some basic updates and i'll just mention a couple things and then we're going to pass it over to beth before uh before she has to head out um but yeah there's been a lot of uh focus recently on the main website. So I totally invite you guys, if you haven't yet, to head over directly to paradigmshiftcentral.com. Make sure that it can run on your computer and check how it is running on your mobile. It is still under more refinement relative to graphics, but you will see new on-screen heads-up buttons, and those will link you into the voice chat, the ping map, the shift vote, and the game controller, some of which were mentioned in the previous broadcast. But again, what we're going to be getting within this broadcast focused towards is a little bit more with the paradigm shift teams and how that's progressed since last week and also just getting into the creation of conscious media so this project as a whole you can really again thinking of it as a game what does it mean as a game right now you are entering into the game by listening to this broadcast you are a part of the game and so the ways how you play the game is this game is about building a global team of shifters and shifters are people who are creating conscious media and building conscious community also can be thought of as light guardians and Jedis, hacking the matrix with love. These are all sort of terms to help us understand what it is we're doing. So through the magic of quest journals and conscious articles and creating videos and working together as a team, you can think of the Paradigm Shift Central project of literally a game in which you are part of a media production group a media production house, a digital media production house. So in the coming future, you're going to be seeing some awesome content coming out from Paradigm Shift Central as we synchronize and get things organized with our teams. And tonight we're going to be launching the Quest Articles team, or sorry, the Conscious Articles team, and also the Encyclopedia team. And uh, 
yeah, again, making digital art is such a powerful thing and it helps us again, not only tell our story, but help ripple those waves and get more people thinking, more people inspired and connecting people to those other narratives of our interconnectedness and seeing through the illusions. And again, opening people up to a bigger understanding of this reality and our potential within it. So yes, this project is totally about awakening to our multidimensional metaphysical existence and how we are becoming better dreamers within the dream. So it can get very, very metaphysical, but at the same time it is very, very root and grounded. So this is a very exciting project. And again, you can create your shift or profile on the main website and there's going to be ongoing updates so i'll explain them as we go um in terms of some basic updates that i'll talk a little bit about later i want to share with you guys about how the open mic at paradigm shift london went recently on friday which is good i'll tell you more about it later and also about the activation of my role as mystic spider-man of a real world superhero in which i am downtown dressed as my own version of spider-man giving out free hugs and the fact that I've got a video of that on the way. So that's a little bit of the updates that I'll be sharing with you guys. But in the meantime, we're going to begin passing the talking stick around. And so again, for those of you who are tuned in, thank you for tuning in. If you happen to be new or otherwise, please feel free to join either the chat on YouTube if you happen to be watching on YouTube or jump over to the main website and join the website at any time and jump in the chat there. The basic idea with the website is now you can think of it as a digital hangout space 24 seven. So I invite you guys to bookmark the main website, paradigmshiftcentral.com and just make a habit of pulling it up on your phone or checking it on your desktop and hanging out there and we'll be able to synchronize in so many awesome ways. So in the meantime, we're going to pass the talking stick around. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being a part of this. And Beth, if you would like to go first, please feel free to unmute your microphone and jump right in. So aloha, Beth. Aloha, I'm Beth F. I don't know what the topic is. <laughs> well, I was just going to preface you. You can, um, again, just introduce, well, it's 11-11 right now, so that's pretty exciting. Woo! Ooh, bonus points. I did it again. You did it again. So, um, again, Beth, you can, uh, this is a very kind of general update. It's just kind of like an opportunity to share with uh, the people a little bit about what this last week has been for you. Have you been working on anything new? And just also in terms of things that you're continuing to work on related to conscious media or just the shift, the perception of the shift from your point of view and any intentions that you want to share for the full moon. So as much or as little as you want, does that work for you, Beth? Okay. Yes. Um, Scorpio moon has been cray. Um, I've been downloading like a mofo. So Michelle's share was really, really helpful. Um, If you haven't checked that out already, her video and her um, article on the shift website were super helpful for me. Um, also just like tapping into the community has been really, really helpful for me. So, um, I'm grateful for that. And I hope that others continue to do the same and jump into these hangouts and check us out on Facebook and whatnot. Um, I, I, uh, had some, have a really awesome shift vision report. Um, I, I shared on Facebook live video, a poem that I wrote. And I also shared that I had a conversation about politics and religion with a complete stranger in a Starbucks in Southern California. (laughs) And if you know anything, you know that that's pretty frigging phenomenal. Um, And the beautiful thing about it was um, someone from the Shift Network had um, sent me, it was Jesse, he sent me a video, a rap, and I was sitting in Starbucks listening to it, and I was drawing, 
And I was just like totally tapped into the vibe, you know, the vibe that is us. And this gentleman, once I took my headphones off, he was sitting across from me and he was like, that was so cool how you did that. Like, I just draw stick figures. And then our whole conversation bursted from there. And we talked for like two hours and I totally gave him the, the website and everything. And I hope that he's watching right now. If he is, hi, Larry, how are you? Um, and so, yeah, I totally need buttons because I don't have money to like invest in the Patreon right now, but I really need buttons to hand out. So everybody vote for my stuff on the page so I can get some buttons. Um, and also the other shift of his unlike synchronicity report that I just want to share is that I've really been trying to draw forth into my reality things that allow me to step into my fullness of my identity. And some of you who follow me might have noticed that I've been vocalizing a lot through my um, through my Love Kicks the Ass of Time and Space website, through my Facebook live videos. Um, I've been singing a lot, which is a big deal for me because I have some serious fifth chakra issues. Um, but I'm trying to pull in opportunities to really step into my fullness and share my gifts and craziness. I shared on Instagram, my Patreon, something that I posted on my Patreon, this guy, Jake Ducey, who is a, a inspirational speaker, liked it on Instagram. So I go to his website from his Instagram profile. He's in Southern California, not far from where I am. And when I get to his website, he's hosting his first online seminar five minutes from when I logged on. So I go in and I listen to this seminar and it's all about the second brain. And it's all about just like tapping into our animalistic consciousness and that pure sense of intuition. Um, and it was mind blowing. And now I'm like in communications with, and it was about how I can get involved in what he's doing. Um, so yeah, just, I've really been in the flow of things and it's really, really beautiful. And I feel super grateful. Um, and I just posted a new poem on my love kicks, the ass of time and space .com page. And um, it's pretty out of the norm for me because I've been really trying to channel just like a lot of light energy, but there's also a lot of shadow self that I'm still working with. And so this poem kind of came from that shadow place. And I, and I want like my followers to know that there's a part of me that really identifies with that as well. Um, and I want them to see that too. So check it out, please leave a comment and that is it. Sweet. Beth, uh, the poem that you were just referencing there, is that on just your um, Love Kicks the Ass of Time and Space blog, or is it? Yes, it is. Um, okay. It's uh, the abbreviation for Love Kicks the Ass of Time and Space dot Weebly dot com. And there's multiple tabs on that website. And you can click on the poetry blog tab. And okay. that poem will be the first one. Okay, um, feel free to throw that up as a quest journal as well, if you want to do that, and then link people to the Weebly as well, and then that will cool. log that in as well there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those updates, and um, I'm excited that you could potentially be connecting with uh, Jake Ducey as well. I think that's really cool, because I think a lot of us are actually familiar with um, him and his name and everything like that. He's been uh, pumping out conscious media for quite a few years, so that's really cool. That's really cool. And yes, I... I oh, go ahead. That yeah. I didn't know him before. <laughs> oh, that's your first time hearing about him then, too. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I think that will, that will definitely be something and stuff. Cause again, like what you were saying, when, um, I, I saw your videos of like you like practicing singing and like the, uh, the audio that you like you sent to me as well. And so like, I I'm presuming was that like, just like on the fly, like stuff that you just sent to me, 
like in some of those recordings? Um, I have been like, forward I was it? sharing with my like I record things on my vo voice notes on my iPhone and I don't know how to like share that in mass. Um, I don't know how to upload it directly to my Facebook oh, page or okay. anything like but that. I can still share what I've been message. doing, pick everybody gotcha. I love and I just shoot them out. So if you're gotcha. getting one. Awesome. Okay, cool. You. Yeah, yeah, that's wicked. That's wicked. Yeah, because again, like in the last week, um, related to what I was doing of like, I've, I've really been feeling guys this last week, and I just want to be able to share with you because I feel like a lot of us are echoing into this. Um, there's been some like serious activations. Uh, and, 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 you know, oftentimes, we'll like talk about this and be like, guys, I'm just so activated right now. Um, but like, <laughs> honestly, like, uh, not just stuff in like the sense of like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I, like, I'm like making this up or something like that. But like, in noticeable reflections of like, uh, things that we've been creating and stuff like that, like it's showing through our creations, where it's like, holy shit, like, this is, this is some like badass stuff right here. So I know for me, like, um, I'm definitely kind of like, yeah, connecting into some like very important energies that I carry with me that um, I feel I'll be able to talk about better at a later time. But yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, related to the website, related to like the mystic Spider-Man and uh, related to other things for me, it's just been like a really kind of like, like, I just feel like, whoa, like this is like me kind of like stepping into like a new level of my character. Um which I'm feeling. And, and, and again, I'm inviting you guys to kind of like feel that and notice that and everything. Cause, cause I think, uh, yeah, it comes through in waves and stuff. Um, yeah. On that topic, Brendan, Beth, what you said about, it. Oh, um, what you said about synchronicities, Brendan, in regards to like our work and how we're, we're like cohesively collaborating on an unconscious level in Michelle's video, when she started talking about the train and the train went by, I was like frigging mind blown because my poem actually had something about a train in it. So there's just like all of these things where it's just like everything is melding. It's 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 kind of hard to process, but also really beautiful at the same time. That's awesome. Sweet. Well, Beth, um, thank you so much for sharing. And uh, yeah, like, again, this is going to be a very exciting month for the Paradigm Central Project. So if anyone's like feeling like extra creative, this project is going to be a place for us to like funnel our collective creativity and everything. So I'm, I'm excited to, to do that. So Beth, uh, last part of your introduction, any intention that you want to put forth for this uh, full moon that you would like to share? Go ahead. Um, you know, it's really hard for me to put it into words. So I think I just want to like take a moment and just like put the energy into the silence and, and let it be whatever it's going to be. Sounds good. Go for it. Thank you. <laughs> Silence received. <laughs> Can I just say something that I heard? Silence was it was pregnant pause. Pregnant pause, like, like hands pause. No pause, <laughs> like not like pause, like, like animal bear pause, like, oh, like a pregnant pregnant pause, pause, like a space, like a pause, yes. you know. But like a pregnant mm -hmm. pause is like filled with potential, right? So the silence is filled with potential, and you were talking before the broadcast mm -hmm. about like, birthing dream. So we heard like yes, Michelle. Yeah on point on point i love that 
And, and, and again, you know, like just bringing it right back to the theme. Um, I love thinking about like how we carry things like birth, like children, like actual human beings, like the creation of life itself in the same way we carry our, our creative projects and our ideas and things that we're bringing forth, you know, like you'll be working on something for a while and be like, this is a, a life that I'm carrying with me. And sometimes it takes like a process before it's ready to be like, brought out in, in a you know in a beam of glory so yeah yeah so beth um i i can definitely feel there's there's a lot of like cultivation of energy happening on your end so thumbs up and awesome job so any any last words beth just before we pass the mic and you might Peace, have to head out soon love and joy enjoy enjoy peace love and joy <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right, Beth, if you're heading out at some point, just let us know and we'll we'll pass you the mic before you head out. So Okay, cool. Perfect. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Hey Skull, you're muted. Oh, I was oh. muted. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad. Yeah. Anytime that happens, just let me know as soon as we can, guys. So yeah. Awesome. All right. So right back on track. Thank you guys again so much for being a part of this. And uh, we're going to keep moving along here, passing the talk and stick around. And uh, yeah, maybe um, Michelle, do you want to do you want to go next? I do. And you know what I'm going to end up saying <laughs> is, is going to bring in the energy that we had before the broadcast went live. We started oh. Late because yeah. it's, it's happening right now in the chat is like and i was imagining myself saying this and i was like no because we really checked into like this deeper space and like we brought the deeper space but now i'd like they're being so silly in the chat and i just want to say we are a giggle fest like on the inside so we're like bringing the the, the medicine and also we're giddy so just <laughs> just be real about that <laughs> um so beautiful Awesome. Michelle Infinity, thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this team. Um, mm. Michelle is one of our, our like veterans slash like top like creative lieutenants within the project. So mm. passing it over to Michelle. Michelle, Happy what's new and exciting on your end? Happy to be of service. Well, right now I have an onk in my hand and it wanted to uh, be expressed. To piggyback what Beth said about like this activate and what you said, Skull, about this activation that we're currently in, I feel like to be completely raw and honest with everybody it feels like last broadcast that we had was like a super matrix and multi-dimensional activation for like all of our souls and like it was like we linked up afterwards you know and um our spirit guides and teams and everybody like linked up through us and i went through a huge shift and was able to create like this beautiful piece of content so like from that you know the weekend was pretty charged and there was a lot of synchronicities and that was beautiful and then like i kind of unraveled um randomly like the next day like um i woke up not in my body and i had to like process a bunch of really deep things and then the way that i came back to my center was through ceremony and through song um i had a thing on but but even to go beyond that and talk about the piece of content i created it was like this beautiful unraveling that happened and then bringing me back into myself and my center and then from that witnessing that that's actually exactly what happens to us constantly and that's what i got to create and offer as the medicine is like we lose ourselves completely and then we spirit it's like almost on purpose so it's like we're guided to like defragment so that we can purge out in our being and that's how these activations happen but when we're going through it we can't we don't like don't even know that that's possible so 
what happened was is that um, I came into myself by being myself, which is by singing and leading a ceremony. Um, but it wasn't even like a big ceremony. It was like this little gathering where I channel sang. And in the beginning of my video, I sing a song. Like I just, I, you know, it was a song that was like being sung at, in through me while I was preparing the camera and all of that stuff. And like multiple people have like mentioned to me, like I listened to that part on repeat. And I loved that you're that you were singing and that makes me happy. So I'm thinking I'm gonna do that for the rest of my videos or like this new cycle of energy that we're doing where it's like I'm gonna instead of like having like a little theme and an intro that's like very um like you know, everybody puts that in front of their thing, it's like logo intro, you know. I feel like, yeah, like my medicine is this channeling singing, so we'll see what happens and comes through. And it's also a really beautiful prayer and intention for opening the space to like receive the wisdom and channel the wisdom for people. Um, so I think that actually might be a part of my practice and my discipline, like, you know, like moving forward at all is like pray, sing, connect, and then like give, disseminate wisdom. Um, so talking about like the, the beauty that I experienced was like, I was able to sing for people in a room and we were all like channeling and there was a guy there who was channeling and um, I could see the frequency that I offered being of service to the people. And it was a really beautiful transmission for my awareness, my um, self-worth, my like understanding of like being a bringer of light and bringing a, a bridge to those portals and the, the realms. And that was like my activation. So you're talking about like stepping into like a new phase of your character. I feel like I'm on, like I'm ready to be of service in a way that is like unnegotiable now. Before I feel like I was almost hesitant of like stepping into my power, my purpose, but now I feel like there's like an acceptance or an ownership of like, ah, like my truth brings good for people. And like, thank God, you know, that I finally get it. I feel like I finally get it now, which is cool. Where I'm like, ah, oh, it's okay. Like my vibration is good and I'm willing to do it. Like there was a, there was a willingness like of like, all right, time to stop fucking around and like get to work. Sorry for cursing, but I like, I communed in that way. And like, I, I came to myself in that way. So I feel like I'm, I'm fully committed to my path now in a way as the Scorpio full moon and I am a Scorpio sun sign. So uh, that's really beautiful. Um, and then uh, the last thing I'll say, I have two things um, that I wrote for notes is um, I'm really grateful for our digital media production house, but also I'm just really grateful for the community and for the fact that we can all support each other in like sharing our art. And then the fact that it's um, the digital media thing, because last podcast we spoke about you know, I was like, why did I do graphic design for like 20 years or 10 years or whatever? But like now you're like digital media production house. And it's like, and I spend my day actually like writing scripts for videos that I'm being paid money for to do advertising for like a small company that's local here on. So it's, it's beautiful how, and I knew this before. I remember like working for Full Sail, being a teacher, like wondering if I should go into the marketing program skull. And like, we were really working together on like like for the, I think it was when we really got in sync, like a couple of years, a year and a half ago or something. And it was like, I was like, ah, this is my life purpose, like to really commit to our digital production house and like create conscious media and content. Like this is why that you have this background in creative, uh, in writing and media production and art and graphics. And this is the way that you're going to change the world is like disseminate this wisdom through these mediums. And like, this is your team to do it. And like, it's funny how it goes in waves and it comes in and out. And then like, as we level up, like we, we are doing it and like, this is what it is. So um, I'm, so I'm super grateful for that. And then the last thing I wanted to say was, um, I think Beth was talking about like a shift that happened from, I don't, from like, she mentioned my video, but I just want to say this cool synchronicity. I guess I'll say a synchronicity report. I met um, a friend right when I went to Boulder. I went to the witches ball in October 
And I hadn't seen this guy, Chris. He's the beautiful visionary artist who's local here and totally into like actually Egypt. And he like paints like beautiful. And that's why we started talking was he was painting like these beautiful onks and like, you know, um, temple keepers and et cetera. And then he calls me yesterday on the full moon, of course. So I'm like, all right, I'll go see. And he's this beautiful cosmic being. We're talking about ascension consciousness. It was very wonderful synchronicity. But like, to me, that was like this nail proof of like, there was a thing that started back fall and there is a thing that just happened now and that window has now officially shut. And it was like this beautiful, like, you know, time rubber band snap thing where it was like, it was just like, so obviously like this solidified. So that is it. So that is, that is all I have to have to say. Yay. That's awesome. Do you want to, um, do you want to add an intention on top of that? Actually, I, I want to sing an intention because I, I was looking at the chat and I saw pray, sing, do it, connect, mm -hmm. disseminate wisdom uh, that Beth wrote. So, um, so let's see, what is my intention? Um, my intention is... Hmm. <laughs> No, I want to, I want to like, you know, what my intention is, my intention is like to channel sing. Like I want to have like what I did the other day when I was in that ceremony is I waited for like the universe to like sing through me and I, and it was beautiful. I don't know if we can do that on the broadcast, but I'll try it. I'll try it in this like next little second that I have. <laughs> I almost want to sing the same song that I, that's what I'm hearing is the same, the same, sing the same song that I sang in the video. Um, so I will, because there's a mm -hmm. frequency there of like creating that video and having people hear it. And so I'll, I'll do that. So. No, it's not coming. I don't know. Um, all right. So what is my intention for the full moon? It's to kick ass and to be amazing. <laughs> I'll just be like, whatever, like, whatever. That didn't work. Um, no, I want to like, I want to like offer my soul. And, and actually, if I want to just like say from what that is, is like to be real and like not care so much about like trying to make something more perfect or, or trying to create something out of the moment, then it's like, I think that we do that as spiritual teachers and whatever we're like we try to like make it super spiritual it's like be connected and like just show up and that's enough and i want to remember that that's enough and then be real and then be able to be relatable and relate to other people and share from my heart and my experience that's that's what i want aho awesome awesome thank you so much michelle and um yeah no i think that did work you're you're singing there because <laughs> There will be, be plenty of time. Thank you. Wow. That's what my intention is. That's your intention. Right there. That's awesome. Beautiful, like, elf. Wild animal. Elf noise. Fox minx type thing. So, yeah. Totally. Sweet. All right. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep bouncing around here. But before we do that, I did just want to say, Michelle, um, yeah, thumbs up to you. Because again, like from last week, just kind of reiterating, Michelle had an article that she put up and that was the article about uh, intentions and, and sort of like activating into our full moon potential. And so um, what 
is actually really cool is that I was just going to like pull up that article uh, on the website and stuff like that. And if anybody even like wanted to like share that even tonight while the broadcast is still live, you guys are welcome to do that. And again, like the, the article on the website, we weren't like sharing it around a heck of an a lot. Like it was just kind of like a basic reach, but based on the numbers, it's like floating at around like over 300, which is good. Um, again, as to how many of those are like full, like top to bottom reads, hard to say, but that's where, like, again, we're optimizing the website to help ensure that more. But again, like out of that, plus the video that she had embedded into her quest journal, that was also uploaded to Facebook. And that has like about like 1200 views on Facebook, the video alone individually. So, um, between the two of those. (laughs) <laughs> it was definitely heard your message was heard Yay. and so again like thumbs up to you because that's that's an example of what we kind of like want to repeat a pattern of of like being able to like help share someone's quest journal and also being able to help share a video if they have a correlating video or an individual video and um yeah and i think taking the time to like oh wow okay the actual count on the uh blog uh, that michelle did again which is titled Full Moon, May 2017, integrating our upgrades. Uh, it's almost at 400, actually. So good job, Michelle. And again, you know, like the numbers can be thought of as points within the game, and the points are very arbitrary. You know, like 374. That's not even necessarily unique views. The way how like the counter works, like sometimes it's repeated views. So there's like repeated views in there, but it's still a reflection of the fact that it reached people. And yeah. so you can kind of, you know, continue to build off those. And, and you've had other articles that have reached like decent numbers as well. And, and again, the exciting thing about the project is when people come to visit Michelle's article, they're also being presented with other people's article. They're, they're being presented with like the recent quest journals. And that's kind of the beauty of how I've wanted to be able to create the site is that when one of our stuff gets out, all of our stuff gets seen. So it's, just, you know, paradigm shift central, like literally becoming what the name is. So yeah, thumbs up to Michelle for um, having the video and uh, making it timely with the full moon and the article, which is very well written. And again, people can check it out. Uh, it, right now it is under quest journals. It's a quest journal right now, technically, opposed to an article. But uh, nonetheless, you guys can check it out and I'll post it into the live chat on the website as well and into the YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, Michelle, uh, just kind of like um, real quick, what might be like the next video that we would see from you any ideas floating around for that or anything well it's going to be when i come back from the jungle in bolivia so that's oh my god you leave soon yeah when do you leave i leave um so the 19th technically um but i'll be in florida on the again on the on the 16th so next tuesday and uh, so I'll, I might be a different being. I might come back as an animal nature spirit. I don't even know. You know, I don't know what is going to be right in spiritual alignment, but, um, you know, sometimes I go into periods of silence. So I would love to not like go into silence so I can still be of service. And I feel like that would be, I don't know if a discipline is the right word, but like something that, you know, will it, will it feel appropriate to speak at that time in my own dharma, you know? Um, I would love to keep the momentum going. And what I've decided is to commit to, because of Alex Gray, I actually saw Alex Gray on Sunday night also, and like talked to him and he's like my homie, like him and Allison are like my people tribe and is wonderful. And um, yeah, for real, they're, they're space Tibetan, um, ancestral Syrian, total intergalactic family. 
And uh, so anyway, so that was a part of an activation, but uh, I, I wait, I forgot where I was going now that might cap me out. Um, something about doo -doo 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 -doo, Alex Gray. What was, what was I saying? Right before video, what your next video might be? Mm, I don't know. Cause you're going, cause you're going, you're going to the jungle. So I might be in silence. Person. Oh, full moon ceremony. Silent meditation. I'm committing, ceremony. So I'm committing in my being to like one video a month on the full moon. I feel like that that's totally doable because the article and it's enough time to process. Cause I really like to give it my soul, you know, like, and put that in there, but like doing the every two weeks can sometimes be like, feel like pressured, you know what I mean? And like some people do it every week, like Kripacha rocks it every week, he's amazing. But I was like, all right, so I'll do the full moon and I'll put that. And the reason why I got that was because Alex Gray said that they were, I said, to them, I, I don't know, I hope this is interesting to people, but I'll share this. They have this thing about integral theory. The first quadrant, yes, this is totally relevant. Okay, get everybody some, here's, I'm throwing down some wisdom from the from the grays. The integral theory is, uh, first quadrant is, as a creative being, we have an idea, right? We have an idea, it exists in our brain, nobody else knows about it. Beth, I think you're gonna really like this. Um, second quadrant is the idea comes out of ourselves, right? And then we birth that baby and it comes out of ourselves onto the paper, but still no one else has seen it but us, but it's now out of our heads and onto a physical medium. Third quadrant is we post it on Paradigm Shift and we bring it out into the people. So like, and then the fourth quadrant is that idea becomes a part of mass consciousness and becomes a part of the culture and therefore changes the paradigm, right? So this is integral theory of like how ideas are born from our inner being or even from others. Can you say the first two real quick again? Yeah, the first two is like, the first is like, we have a thought and that download comes from multidimensional consciousness into the vessel that is Skull Babylon, right? Like the journey to lucidity movies, right? You're like, I'm going to make a documentary about this, about my journey to this festival. And then you write it down or you film something, but like you don't send it out into the world yet. And then you post it on Facebook, third quadrant. And then and then and then it becomes like a mass thing and other people are posting it too and like other people are talking about like the pine cone and you know different things about how that like it becomes an idea a meme you know in our collective and so i asked them how do we because this is where i feel i am how do we move from like the second to the third like where it's like how do we step into leadership and embody so like we're giving out more and more from that authentic space mm -hmm. and one of the one of the things that where he was channeling and talking to me directly was about commitment and it was like, we decided on the full moon to hold ceremonies. And we've been doing that for 15 years and we haven't missed a full moon. And so that spoke to me about like, all right, well, I was doing full moon and new moon videos for like a year. And I kind of like, you know, missed a little bit of them, but like say I did eight out of 12 or whatever. Um, and, you know, I can commit now because my teacher told me, you know, like full moon ceremony commit. And then that momentum and people support you through that. So I was like, all right, so I can step into that. And that was like a part of my commitment and intention so i hope that helped people get what they needed from that so was the was the second thing just like the creation process like the sort of like hands-on part but it's personal so it comes out mm. of your head and into your hands yeah okay head to hands so yeah from like higher conscious to head head to hands hands to other hands hands Shut to up. like platform and then even more hands yeah mm -hmm. collective totally. consciousness Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, that definitely like synchronizes with what exactly what we're doing right here, which is again, like, giving people step three and four, helping with step three and four and inviting them to like, now that step three and four exists, it's like, all right, we can focus on step one and two. So yeah, yeah, keep keep downloading into those keys. Mm -hmm. That's cool that you got to that you got to meet meet the grays and everything. 
there's some there's there's like a whole the the grays to me mean like something very unique i feel um having like met them personally and based on like the uniqueness of my interaction with them which was very interesting you want to talk about that for a second before i've talked begin? about it in the past on past broadcasts and i'll bring it up here because it does relate to just like stepping into our higher self and uh i'll i'll, I'll share the story real quick just so there's context because um it, again it's one that others can learn from as well but and then from there we'll pass the talking stick around i think so michael wants to say something in a minute but go ahead yeah sorry i see him like okay doing all, right. all right yeah michael is <laughs> tuned in all right i'll just share the story real quick okay so i actually um i met the grays back in 2015 and there's an interview that i have of them and so like i have this interview that exists with them but the interview didn't necessarily end on a high note. And so basically what ended up happening is that this was like, again, back in the earlier stages of paradigm shift. And again, you know, like I was still, I, I had to go through this. This was like one of my lessons that I created for myself. And it was a very dynamic and in some ways like a trauma that I actually had to work through. And basically um, near the end of the interview, some of you will understand exactly like what's happening here. Um, I offered them one of the shift buttons that I had at the time, some of the shift buttons that we were using were like art from other people. Totally. So like, it was like one of the buttons that like had their art on it, but didn't have their name on it. Right. And then, so Allison was just like, like, yeah, like you shouldn't be doing it this way. You know, like you should have been like making sure that like you had permission and stuff like that too. And you should be like honoring the source of the artist and i'm just like yeah but but and then i just like i was like fuck and then i just <laughs> like collapsed onto the floor into like a pile of goo um because i knew they were right right and it was just like yeah okay no this this is and and i totally had like been in the process of moving towards that but like them saying it to me passed on this very powerful lesson of just like honoring the source and so it was around the same time in the internet where like it was all too common for people to just be like taking an image from an artist who was really cool and putting their own like meme stuff on it you know like okay. it, it's it, it wasn't uncommon and so like within my narrative it was just like yeah well if everyone else is doing it it's not a huge deal and it's for the greater good therefore that was kind of my idea and, and this kind of stemmed from the time when i first started making buttons in college so at that point you know i was just like All right, whatever like no one's gonna no one's gonna complain about this therefore <clears throat> if i can just i'm just gonna do it and then eventually i just like had some of the art that i didn't change so when it came time to like give them a button with their art on it they were just like wait a second son like you need to learn something here and i was just like oh okay i hear what you're saying so um the interview may still very well be released someday, but like for me, it has to be released almost like in conjunction with like being able to like reconnect. This is part of my journey. Now I'm almost on like a point where at some point down the road, it's my intention to like reconnect with them and to be like, Hey, like, I don't know if you remember me, but like this happened like X number of years ago. And I just wanted you to say that because of that, it's enabled me to like make this super badass project that has like a lot of accountability to it. 
and a lot of like proper ways of like dealing with like referencing sources when you're dealing with media. And so that's why like even within the creation of quest journals and articles, I really invite you guys, if you're not doing this already, if you're using artwork from somebody else to like at least just include a link underneath their image to say like artwork by or at the end of the entry, say artwork by. So um, again, you know, this is something like very common. And so, I mean, even for just using as an example, because we were talking about it, in Michelle's article, um, she has some beautiful art there. And I, I no idea who it's by. don't believe it's, yeah, exactly. Right. But so it again, would make like, it so much more sophisticated if we did photo credit. And, and, and it's not that hard of a thing to do. Like right now, like, you know, someone just reverse image searches that image, they will, will likely be able to find the artist. Um, like I'm actually curious. I'm just going to like even pull that up right now. Cause I bet you it could literally be people pull up on the spot just to kind of prove a point. So, um, Again, like since then, uh, the shift buttons got like redesigned, like new versions of the shift buttons came out. Um, everything is either art that has been made by us or friends or people in the community, or it's like art that is like of ancient symbols that don't necessarily belong to anyone per se, which is, you know, like flower of life, eyes of raw, yin yangs, things like that. So, um, yeah. So again, that was just there and and part of the lesson in this and i'll just say this and i'll pass it around for anybody who wants to jump in um is if you're going to help change the world do it with accountability or else dot 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 because it's one of those things where like if you're kind of like doing even if you are honestly trying to do some good stuff yet to do that good stuff you're kind of like not doing the best stuff you're kind of like manipulating people along the way or manipulating yourself or manipulating like this agreement that you have with like source consciousness you know like if you're kind of like benefiting off like somebody else's energy in a way that like doesn't really honor like permission and stuff like that that comes back to you like it does come back to you and i think that's kind of the thing is that we have to remember is how like everything does come back to us and, and some people will say, oh, well, you know, maybe it won't even come back in this lifetime. But I think we have to live as if it will come into this lifetime and, and live as if it can come tomorrow, you know. And, and so it's like kind of like, again, bringing in that accountability um, related to media or really just related to anything, anything that we we're doing. So, again, that was a very powerful lesson that I got from the grace. <laughs> and um, again, you know, it's something I want to be able to, like, get a chance to, like, meet them again someday and be like, yeah, you know, like. I am like here as a different person, as a person who has learned and as a person who has learned from, uh, you know, that experience and everything like that. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, well, you definitely I will, because I plan to like talk and do workshops and teach it. And Theon has been like a big thing. They've like talked about that a couple of times, but I've been, like mm -hmm. I said, like not, you know, feeling like I was ready in a certain way, but like you're in Canada and they're in, um, like the Hudson Valley, New York, you're not even far. And like, we're a part of the same cosmic consciousness. And I think that they would have so much, res not only respect for you, but like, that's their job is to like school, the elders school. Yeah. And it was like, so, that's so beautifully yeah. perfect. And, and I, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, that's what they do. You know, they're teaching young artists how to do things and how to do things properly. So, I mean, like, I'm sure there are other people who have made that same mistake that I've made and stuff like that. And again, it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it. 
you know, type thing or, or something along those lines, however it's said. But um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's still, yeah, you could say it one way or the other. But yeah, no, Michelle, I, I totally, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally hear that. And uh, yeah, again, just putting that out there and, and totally check out Alex Gray at alexgray.com for beautiful art. <laughs> Buy their shirts and everything like that. Who knows? Maybe down the road, maybe we will make some like special edition Alex Gray buttons or something like that with permission and everything. So yeah. So I um, think also, can I just say one more ahead. thing about yep. that, that that I was feeling that it's a culture thing. So what what we aren't is we're go- like you and all of us. We're gonzo journalists, right? We're like rah, like on the fringe of system, right? These beings like are classically trained, went to art school, and are a part of the scene of like artists and art party and premieres and gallery exhibitions and like that's a different world right so like that world operates by certain rules of like so with certain sophistication and our world operates like media blog meme blah blah with our rules and nobody's wrong at all but like in order for us to be the most conscious co-creators with all of these worlds we have to respect everybody's boundaries and rules and be like totally reverent to everything but because that's what we're preaching is cosmic consciousness so that's how we mm. show up in that world but mm. yeah so yeah yeah exactly right and you know we're trying to <clears throat> we're <clears throat> excuse me we're trying to dis- display uh you know an example of mindfulness that people can can see to as example you know and, and so again that comes through with our media that comes through with our attention to detail um and so again you know the message that they taught me was about like honoring the source so again like this is where like even if people on the internet are like stealing other people's articles or uploading other people's videos and tagging their own stuff on it and like redirecting it from like, that's like stuff where like, you know, if I see that, you know, part of me is just like, ah, like there it is again, you know, like there's people doing that type of thing. And sometimes they get caught. Sometimes they do. And sometimes they, they either get caught or they get caught eventually kind of thing, you know, like by either someone on the internet or by the universe. So again, you know, yeah, as Michelle was saying, we kind of have like this techno, like savage style where we're just like fuck yeah everything's at my fingertips fuck yeah i can create with anything and and that can potentially get you to a place where you know like maybe you're learning how to edit videos by just like mixing and and taking people's stuff and i still think that's okay i still think that's cool all you got to do is just mention who you included in the information for your videos at the very least try your best to um so again just as an example uh uh, Michelle, we were talking about um, the art in your blog post of that beautiful owl. Uh, as we were talking here, I've discovered who the artist is. So within the time, gorgeous. So this is uh, art by Mythos is the name of the artist. And again, now that we found other stuff, there's amazing other art by this artist here. Oh. Um, I'll just uh, I'll just pull that up on screen share like super quick. Um, so yeah, you guys can just kind of like see here. So like there's the owl one right there. Um, so again, you know, like if you guys need help, you can go to Google and then reverse Google image search. And so again, like there's basically no excuse for like not knowing who the artist of an image is unless it's some really obscure image. So, so, um, just as a note for people moving forward with quest journals and stuff like that and conscious articles, just, yeah, doing your best to source your images and everything. So, um, I feel like again, this is a step up for us, like the fact that we had that conversation and that we're going to do that, like as a part of the yeah. digital agency, I think that's like, and digital we're agency. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If we're going to do it, do it right type thing. Do, do it as, do it in a way that like, you know, is, is, uh, yeah, credible. So, and, and, uh, yeah, um, accountable. So, yeah. 
Sweet. Okay. Um, Michelle, is there anything else you wanted to say? I think, uh, no, Lieutenant it. signing off and then Michael's got his hand raised. Awesome. So. Awesome. Well, Michelle, we'll, uh, touch base before you leave since, uh, this will be the last broadcast before you head off to your jungle adventure. Aww, so. Okay. Aww. I'll say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll pass around the talking stick in terms of introductions and, uh, Michael just wants to jump in. So Michael, go, go ahead and jump in on that. And, uh, let me just double check your audio real quick. Go ahead, Michael, Michael Pratt. It's been a minute. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you, you're coming through loud and clear. Okay, cool. Well, I just wanted to say, now I don't know if, she, I mean, she's in the chat room, but I'm not sure if, if her microphone is on. I just wanted to give a shout out to um, to uh, Jacqueline. Um, she edited an article uh, that I wrote. Um, now, I had to change some things, but that's just kind of person I am but um she she edited it and um grammar checked it proofread it and everything and she did a really good job so I wanted to give her a shout out and she's really good with that kind of thing um she seems to like to write a lot as well so thank you Michael for the shout out Oh, there you are. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I've been. And it'll be it'll be on Ezine articles. Is is a thing. It's a thing I wrote about. Um, uh, miss. Well, I titled it. It's an interesting kind of title. And a lot of people that that are um from this uh, actually liked it. It's it's called uh, "Can Mystical Thought, Not Properly Understood and Applied, Lead to Mental Illness?" So I wanted to create something. You know, kind of authentic but at the same time you know just um i i mean, I mean it, it's like i mean nobody's perfect or anything but it, it's just i think you know there's always ways you know you can improve and i think i think refinement you know is is a big thing when it comes to i don't know just life or maybe this planet it just i, I think refinement is is a big thing so um so I tried to kind of express that uh, with that article. And yeah, so I, yeah, that's just pretty much all I wanted to say. Cool. Michael, is, um, is, the article, <clears throat> is the article that you posted, is that something that can be reposted to Paradigm Shift Central? Yeah, it can. Um, I, I don't want to make it like when I, when I wrote it, I I don't want to make it like you know I'm 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 making fun of any you know communities. It's just some of the things that I've observed, you know, in 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 some communities that it it's just a little. I don't know if they're all there kind of thing, or or they could, you know, uh, pro, you know, cause a problem, you know, kind of like create discord that kind of thing um mm -hmm. so that's kind of kind of what it's about um all right we'll send a post a link in the comments and we'll take a look at it i mean that's something we can we can talk about uh on the side as well just maybe if like uh yeah if, if we feel it kind of like fits and stuff and if so we can kind of yeah i mean the thing is like when you read it you got to kind of read it from a point of like um and a, an observer so it, i mean it's, it's not like i'm you know making fun of anybody or something it's just like i'm looking at this with you know the the psychology uh the knowledge of psychology that i have 
um, so far and what I've studied and I'm like, okay, um, could this lead to mental illness, you know, <laughs> and, and, and kind of, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, well, just- I think it's a good thing. Cause mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I was involved in a, in a ceremony one time and I've just seen how people, you know, if they're, if they're not, um, grounded if they're not you know uh connected and stuff i mean i was just trying to do my thing and i had this guy he he was like saying he was gonna bite my ear or something so you know stuff like that it's just i like to uh uh now he was pretty far gone um and i was too but i, I just at, at least you know i felt like i control myself i i didn't um you know so just kind of kind of things like that um mm-hmm. yeah I'd like to post yeah once we, yeah post a link and stuff like that because i mean um one of the topics that like we'll be having in future like broadcasts specifically within paradigm shift through the destiny school like will be related to like mental health um, and, and so if we're like even calling it like, you know, like, uh, spirituality and mental health and mental health and spirituality are kind of like figuring out, like, you know, looking at it from like the crossing over of the two and everything. Um, but, uh, again, you know, like it's a topic that is important. It is worth being looked at. And, um, again, for people who are interested, one of the, the teams within the paradigm shift central project that we're going to be launching, um, in the coming future will be. Uh, like a team related to um, mental health. So we don't have like a certain set name, whether it would be uh, literally just like mental health team, if we're calling it that, or if there's like another name that we want to use for it, but it'll probably be that just keep it obvious. Um, But yeah, those conversations will come up in the future and stuff. So the fact that you did an article on that is something I'm interested in taking a look at. And yeah, um, I really enjoy writing articles and I had no mm -hmm. idea like how many, I just wrote it because I just enjoy it. And then I had all Perfect. these people commenting, saying like, wow, that was like really well written. And so, yeah, it's interesting how it happens like that. Awesome, man. Awesome. Just wanted to share that. Perfect. Perfect, Michael. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. And uh, yeah, just uh, get the links there and, and we'll reiterate it and stuff. But yeah, if we can get that on the website in the future, then people will be able to see it um, through there as well. Sweet. Okay. Um, it's about 12 o'clock now, guys. I think we'll, we'll keep this broadcast going for at least uh, another like 24 hours, give or take. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I know. It's like an old joke at this point, I know. Um, but uh, anyways, Beth is going to be heading out soon. So we can pass it over to Beth before she heads out. Beth, if you would like to uh, just send any farewell blessings before you segue into the astral, please feel free to do so. Um, I just want to chant. I posted myself chanting on my Facebook today, and I'm, like, horrified of chanting publicly, so I think I should just do it here where I feel safe and loved um, with people present and not just, you know, floating out there in the ether, so I just want to chant before I go to bed. Oh. Asatoma satgamaya Tamasoma jotri gamaya Rit your mom, Ritam gamaya 
Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Can I do that too with you? <laughs> can we all do that? Does it, or whoever, yes! There's going to be a bit of a delay. But for anybody who wants to give it a shot, go for it. So okay, it Beth again? and That's Michelle, good. you guys can start us off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, girl. Okay. Oh. Asatoma, Asatoma. Tamasoma, Jamaya. Rit your ma, Amritam, Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. <laughs> Good job, guys. Beth was um just uh just confirming. I know you're just about to head off to bed. Um, was that was that like something that was just kind of like off the top of your head, like light language type stuff, or was that like actually a recounting of a particular course and verse type thing? Slash that chant. is a Sanskrit chant. The Sanskrit, yeah. Um, yes, and I definitely learned that from um, somebody at Kripalu, the Kripalu Center for Yoga and Health in Western Massachusetts, or Snatham Kaur, or <laughs> any various teacher that I've studied under. Um, but it, it means um, from ignorance to truth, from darkness to light, from death to immortality, peace, peace, peace. Very cool, very cool. Awesome. Well, Beth, thank you so much for sharing. And it's exciting for us to see like more people activating our singing voice. I'm telling you guys, it's just a matter of time until we release our first like team mixtape. So if anybody's like making music, we'll be able to do that. We'll have like a album. If you actually check on the website right now, you can check out the Paradigm Shift Music tab, which has like featured music by like people in the community who are creating music. So that's going to get expanded in the future with Beth's chanting at some point. We'll see. <laughs> okay, Beth, um, any any last words before we say goodnight and until next time? Thank you so much. Perfect. Okay. Holding that silence, that, that uh, <laughs> pregnant pause. <laughs> perfect awesome all right beth keep it up thank you so much and we'll see you uh at the dream tree and in the future so good night good night beth awesome guys all right very cool very cool um sweet guys so there's a lot of things uh to kind of still talk about no doubt that's the beauty of this project there's always lots of things to talk about before we even go any further, actually, I just want to be able to take a special request right now from uh, a very special shifter here in the community, Ashley. Uh, her little girl, Veda, is uh, it's her birthday today. So she is actually asking us to like send out a birthday shout out to her. And just to provide a little bit of context, uh, Veda, uh, if I'm pronouncing your name correctly, I believe, um, she is one of our little shifter friends. So I'm just going to pull up an image here and you can see that there she is like with her free hug sign, like after, uh, I think that's at school, I believe. So, um, yeah, thank you so much to Ashley and to Veda and for 
all that you were doing as a young shifter more than you may even know, yet you totally know what you were doing. Thank you for holding space and for bringing the vibrations to those very important places that only you, only you can bring it to. So happy birthday, Veda. We love you. Thank you, Ashley, for rocking it. Go team. Much love to you guys. And yes. So guys, just join me in saying like happy birthday. Just be like happy birthday. Happy birthday. Send love to the little shifters, guys. Go happy birthday, little shifters. Yeah, you guys are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I just want to unmute your microphones and make some noise, guys. Go ahead. Happy yeah, birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could sing happy birthday. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if we need to do that. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Okay. So there you go, guys. Happy birthday to Veda. And uh, yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll perhaps even like see her in the hangout in the future. So very well could be. So um, that's the beauty of this project is that like you get to like see some of like the younger younger people who are getting connected to this community and they are like picking up the free hug sign without us even having to ask them to without us even having to you know in some indirect way like tell them to it is like literally them just like whoa you know like that looks fun that makes sense like i'm gonna do this right and so that's been a beautiful thing within the paradigm shift central project is being able to like ignite the torch from one generation to the next or to share the torch not even to pass it but to like share in like holding the inner torch that each of us carries so the ignition of those uh young guardians which then in turn ignite uh even more even more guardians within the dream the light guardians so very cool stuff Awesome. All right. Well, I think uh, Michelle either Michelle and Fandy either dropped out or she may be back at some point, but that's okay. We'll uh, keep bouncing around with uh, some topics. And um, yeah, I did want to share with you guys a little bit about like doing like the free hugs as Spider-Man thing, because that's exactly uh, kind of on the topic of young shifters. So I'll just mention that real quick and then we'll pass the talk and stick around a little bit more. So again, a big part of this project is really about encouraging people to be real world superheroes and so what does that mean in a very simple way people can be a real world superhero by connecting people with community by doing free hugs by acting out small acts of compassion that can make a big difference and so like that is a very sort of tangible way to be a superhero and using a free hugs sign is a tool that like gives you the superpower ability to create a portal for synchronicity so as simple as it may be as literally just a free hug sign when used in a correct when used with intention in a way that is done so it can be like extremely powerful for connecting people to you in your community and for like creating an ongoing narrative of being the person in your city who other people know as the person who does free hugs and inspiring those people to do free hugs so doing free hugs is a big part of this project and again we kind of refer to that as shiftivism any sort of act to be able to help intentionally help shift consciousness free hugs being a part of that part of what i've been doing in the last while is that like i've literally activated into like uh, an additional aspect of who I am, which is like Spider-Man who does free hugs. And basically this is like my own version of Spider-Man known as Mystic Spider-Man. So it's not even like within my narrative that I'm actually like Peter Parker, like I'm actually still Brendan and I'm actually like Brendan from like a parallel reality. And in this parallel reality, Spider-Man, this Spider-Man is Mystic Spider-Man 
And the basic story is that Mystic Spider-Man is like trained with Doctor Strange. So I kind of have like those two elements of the Doctor Strange story aspects and the Spider-Man stuff. And so like I'll you'll see the images of it eventually, but it, the suit looks like so freaking cool. And I made a video on the weekend because it was actually comic book day. It was free comic book day. So like there's a lot of people downtown. Some of them were in costume and there's a lot of people who are already like vibing on the energy of the superheroes and the comic books. So I'm like, this is a perfect portal for me to show up through. And so I had done Spider-Man a couple times before back around Halloween and after Halloween. And so this was like the next time that I brought it back in, but I've been like upgraded my suit. I've upgraded my tactics. And again, I made this video, so you'll see it in the future once I've done editing it. And um, yeah, and through there, like connecting with people, giving out the shift buttons, again, the shift buttons that have the website on it. And again, that's a big part of the free hugs and everything. It just amplifies it even more because it connects people to the project and leaves an impression by giving them a gift and give something that they can give to someone else. So giving out the, the shift buttons while doing the free hugs, and also being on the street and helping people on the street, like talking to people on the street who like may need, you know, who are asking for change and just like holding space and doing free hugs, not even necessarily where the comic book store, but just downtown in general and creating this narrative and creating this real aspect where some of the younger kids to them, you know, like they met Spider-Man. They're still in that beautiful place of imagination where like to them, like I literally am Spider-Man to them. And so it's a very powerful thing when Spider-Man shows up to them and reminds them that the true power is the power of the heart. And so that's kind of like the message that we're like passing off to kids. And so you'll see it in the video, but within the video, like I also pass off like a free hug sign to some younger kids. And so like, that's kind of, again, the very powerful part of this narrative of like being able to like remind kids who, who many of them are like already kind of like spiritually open-minded and are spiritually kind of like already like, in that place where they're pretty open to a lot of this stuff and, and just being able to synchronize with them and being like, yo, like me and you, like we're on the same team. So keep it up. And then they're going to bring that energy with them and be like, yo, like we're freaking doing this. And they may be only like 10 years old or something like that, but it's amazing. So the Spider-Man thing is activated. That's basically the update that I wanted to share with you guys. There's a video for that coming in the future. It's awesome. I'm still like, I've since I was out on Saturday, I've like continued to make like modifications and upgrades on my suit. Um, it's a very real thing. And the real message out of it is to help create a global team of real world superheroes. So again, the superhero isn't just someone who wears a mask or a cape. A superhero can literally be like you showing up with intention and also as simple as keeping some free hug signs and some buttons on you during the day. And then you can use those to like activate their abilities and stuff within, again, this bigger context of this real world game that we are playing, that we are in right now to help shift consciousness. So within the game, I'm inviting other people to like activate into their superhero avatar version of themselves in whatever way that looks to you. And I think it happens in stages and phases and it comes through exploring your own creativity, which is again, what this project is about. It's about creating space to foster creativity and creative expression, which naturally leads to more superheroes. So that's the uh, update that I wanted to share with you guys there. Um, just want to open up the mic though, because <clears throat> I know we've gotten a lot into this uh, broadcast, but there's still some people that we haven't directly heard from. Uh, what do you guys think about like the idea of, um, yeah, like real world superhero and, and me doing Spider-Man thing and, and uh, stuff like that? Like, is it, is it so crazy that it just might work? What do you, what, what would you guys do if you saw me downtown? <laughs> Adriano, go ahead. Uh, I think it's genius. 
so I've heard a lot tonight about people like stepping into their roles. Quite a few people, everybody that's gone on the mic has talked about it. And uh, earlier in the month of April, I totally had that moment. And uh, I'm very much into Qigong and Tai Chi. And for me, like wearing my gi out in public and like stepping into that and not being afraid of who I think my highest self looks like. Um, that was big, man. It's hard. It's hard to be fully yourself all the time. You know, it's hard to show up every day all the time. And uh, I think the Mystic Spider-Man thing is so dope. Um, it's really, really cool. I hope Marvel like. It'd be cool if they like worked with you and maybe did a comic or something, man. Um, but I think the morals that you know that Spider-Man stands for, you know, truth, truth, justice, freedom. I mean, all the comic stuff is really dope and. Hell yeah, man. We are, we can't, we can't step into that, you know, for sure. I believe in like our higher selves and I think our higher selves are super powerful, like more powerful than we can imagine. And uh, it's kind of scary, you know, it's kind of scary stepping in. That's why I think a lot of us like try to ease ourselves into it because um, we, when you're manifesting fully, like when you're, when you're fully yourself and you're fully powerful, I mean, it's, it can be a lot. <laughs> so it's kind of good to pace yourself into it, you know? And I think it comes with maturity and age too. I mean, some people, some people shine brightly right away. They're not afraid to step in, but some of us, you know, we, we do it with caution and I think it's wise to do it with caution too. Um, but yeah, man, rock it out. I mean, it, it, I, I always tell people to show up, man, be fully present, let your light shine as bright as it can, man. Just fucking go for it. And, uh, I know we were talking earlier about how sometimes when we shine so brightly, like darkness gets attracted to that. Well, that's, that's part of the path of a spiritual warrior, man. You got to, you got to learn some Kung Fu. You got to learn how to protect yourself too, you know? So I think it's a whole part of the path. You got to be strong. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank you for, for seeing that. And, and yeah, like this, that's what I mean, man. Like when I like put on this suit, like it's like a freaking power suit, man. Like it like activates like a part of myself that is still there. Even when I'm not wearing the suit, like even when I'm not yeah. wearing the suit, I still walk sometimes as if i'm like still wearing the suit and when I, I when i put on the suit i like literally change my voice i shift into like like a different octave of myself that kind of like is amplified through the superhero suit but like literally wearing the suit allows me to do things that i can't do when not wearing the suit and i'm going to show you guys a picture in a, in a second but a, example being um uh, and this entire time I'm skateboarding downtown. So skateboarding is basically my version of web slinging, you know, like Spider-Man shoots his web. Like I have my skateboard. It still accomplishes pretty much the same thing. But if I'm like going down the street and I'm in my suit and I see a kid on the sidewalk and we're just kind of going past one another, I can be like, I can kind of look at him and be like super high five. And then the kid will be like, yo, boom, high five Spider-Man, right? Like how cool is that? doesn't even have to be a kid. It can be like anybody, right? I'm just like regular Brendan skateboarding. I'm just like kind of looking at people and I'm like, yo, high five. They're just like, what? Like who? It's you know, <laughs> like a little bit. Whereas like if, if Spider-Man's there, there's like, yo, it's Spider-Man, man. Like, yeah, obviously you're going to high five them. Um, but yeah, so the interactions so far have been really cool. And, and, and what's really exciting is that like, I'm going to keep coming out as this. And honestly, like I am expecting that at some point, someone in the news might like pick me up or write an article about me but in the meantime like i'm like my own media i'm my own story so like that's like kind of something um that i'm like holding so here let me show you a sweet picture are you guys ready for this you guys uh what if you wrote an article about damn (laughs) just like cut her off (laughs) mid-sentence i told you man like look how that's not even 
it that's looks not even like a full suit. Too, man. It's got like the, the light in the middle. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, I've got a light underneath the chest and everything and the, the, the goggles and stuff. And that's not even like the full version. The full version actually is me with my backpack with like my GoPro mounted on my shoulder plus like my iPad on my arm as like a feed from my GoPro mount. So it's like a camera feed and stuff. And I've got like freaking like glasses upside down sir <laughs> yeah they are there but that's because i realized because this entire time i thought the upside down was upside down but it was actually just like <laughs> another version of wearing them that's beautiful because I, I noticed that the other day i was like wait a second like if i wear these like this then it changes the shape of the goggles and they actually look more like spider-man eyes so like yeah i i, I can wear them both ways if i wear them the other way then it's like more for like speed dynamics if i wear them this way it's more for the <laughs> Dude, I say I say more fast. power to you, man. Fucking so, rock it out. It's like thanks, it man. takes it takes bravery to do that. You know, like that's what part of being a hero is. It's like you have to have courage and bravery to show up, man. To be yourself and stuff. And that's and that's what I yeah. tell the people because you know, again, like even people who are just like, okay, it's obviously some guy in a suit, right? Even to them, that story is still powerful because it's like, holy, like what the hell is motivating this guy to do this? This is so <laughs> different from like anything that society is telling me to do that it just blows my mind and it gets my attention and and so again like that's why i'm doing this because like holy crap guys like eventually like people are going to start like you know sharing the story and they're gonna be like yeah okay like london's got a freaking spider-man now (laughs) stuff like that right but they've already got this like a free hugs people not just myself but a bunch of them so there's already a bunch of free huggers especially since i gave out all the signs of the holly fest and stuff right but um yeah this is going to be like an additional layer to it and again like just this context and I, I talk about this even within the video like this within my path is not something that just like came up overnight like i before i had this idea like i was doing superheroes for kids birthday parties so that was in you know how michelle was saying it's like why the hell did i do like graphic design school if i wasn't going to be a graphic design person and then it turns out she was going to be a graphic design person who would have thought so why the heck was I doing Spider-Man for kids' birthday parties? It was because my future self was actually training myself to actually be Spider-Man outside of kids' birthday parties. And and so like, this is like something where like, as soon as I put on the suit, like I've already got like two years worth of like my voice and I talk like a certain way, like I have to be wearing the mask in order to do it right now. It just <laughs> doesn't work, right? <laughs> but I do, I talk with like a deeper tonation and stuff. Um, so yeah, no, I, it's just really exciting. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share more with you guys as it keeps going. And again, part of the story is actually like, the fact that my identity is not necessarily fully a secret. Like to some people who want to know who's under there, they can figure that out. Or you know, like I, I meet them, and then I give them a shift button, and I invite them to the paradigm shift meeting and be like, Oh, if you like want to like see who I am, either go to the website or like come to the meetings and stuff like that. But again, like, under the mask, I'm not telling people that it's Peter Parker. Under the math, it, it is Skull Babylon. Like it is Brendan. Like I'm, I'm, the, all these things are like are, are like the same character with like looked at from like different ways or amplified through different lenses and stuff. Um, and so again, I mean, the fact that Peter Parker is is a journalist, well, duh, Skull Babylon's a journalist too, right? So like it's all one and the same. So it syncs up very ideally and i'll just say this and i'll pass it to Ms. michelle um in a second if she wants to say anything the spider itself is very powerful medicine so let me just um let me just kind of like bring back like the the spider image here um there's other images and stuff like that that one's just like pretty jacked so um 
the uh the spider itself is like a very powerful symbol for as above so below when you look at it the spider is literally this like toroidal vortex you know the legs up the legs down and the message of the web that the spider is related to is about the web that connects us all so like if there's gonna be a superhero you can't make that up <laughs> i know you can't make this up like if, if mystic spider-man was gonna be real then he is real because yeah it is real man you it is, it's it. real now man yeah and that's what i mean man. like this isn't this isn't something that already exists in marvel like this is yeah. this came through you know like i'm the one carrying this i think if you like google mystic spider-man there might be like one fan fiction thing someone else picked up on it i, I did check this but other than that there's no mystic spider-man out there um so again you know what's my objective my my what's my superpower my superpower is like being able to like travel through dimensions and being able to bring forth like the, the cosmic awareness of the higher dimensions into this physical plane and being able to like see the future and, and bring it into the present and being able to create portals for synchronicity these are all normal things these are all real things as soon as i put on the suit it just creates this like freaking badass like character and, and again this is a jedi thing too this is all like light guardian jedi stuff so mm. yeah so anyways, I'm super stoked about that and um, just sharing that with you guys and stay tuned. There will be more about that later. Hashtag Mystic Spider-Man. If you see me, if you see me downtown, hashtag Mystic Spider-Man. I got to remember to tell yeah. people that because people are taking pictures of me too, right? So it's happening. It's happening. Sweet. Okay. Um, Michelle, did you have anything to say about like how soon you're going to put on a Spider-Man suit? What if we all just become <laughs> our own Spider-Man versions? What, oh, can we yeah. all be Mystic Spider-Man? If I would be a spider woman goddess, it would be this like old crone, ancient, like mm. art. I would like dress up like an older, elder, witchy, elven version of myself and like be in garb and have a cloak, you know, and like maybe gray out parts of my hair or like put black underneath my eyes or something like that. That would be my mystic nice. guardian spider. <laughs> um, I, do have to, I have a synchronicity if you want to hear it about like how, not even if you want to mm -hmm. hear, I'm going to tell you this, like, like a spider. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how it is. I'm gonna tell you. Spider has come to me since I moved to Boulder. Um, my energy worker is this woman Mary who knew Phoenix, right? And she said, you know, a new totem is coming to you, and that like that totem. I love how I say like the most sacred things on this freaking podcast, y'all. Um, that totem is the spider. And the spider came to me, so like, let's say six months ago, right? Like within the last six months, the spider is a symbol of creativity. It's a symbol of infinity. It's also a symbol of grandmother wisdom. I love how you said about the web that connects us all because that's true. And for me, like as divine feminine and, and ancient, you know, in my soul being like that, that resonance that I carry, I feel like that my power is that grandmother energy. And that's a very non-negotiable part of myself, you know, like that, that part of myself. Um, I also have the fairy, you know, dimension, which you guys are familiar with, which is like my inner child self and that fairy self, you know, I was at the Renaissance festival skull dressing up as a fairy, taking pictures, running around like a person. Cause that was like my embodiment. And I just want to say, um, as you're talking about like showing up in costume, like when I saw that picture and you were like, damn, it was like masculine energy, like in your own way, it was like, rah, you know? And um, it's so powerful for us to like ceremonially dress up in garb, you know, to in order to activate, like when I'm doing a wisdom talk, like I put on my red shawl and the shawl thing started with Phoenix. Like he was wearing a white shawl and then I started wearing a white shawl everywhere. And then I, my mom gave me a red one and I just started wearing red a lot more anyways. It just became my like medicine woman garb. And 
So when I show up in that way, like I show up as like an authority, I show up as, and like that allows me to like be, activate that part of myself. Um, but yeah, that grandmother wisdom, spider energy for creation, for creativity. And she was also in the Native American symbology, she wove the alphabet. So she created language um, and taught them from the stars, like the brought the primordial language down from the stars. Uh, and the, there's a connection to the whales too in that in that way with the, the whales created um, primordial sound, but the written alphabet is from spider, so. And we create media wow. and words and yeah. Yeah, we are all spider. We are all carrying, carrying the spider medicine. Yeah, if you're creating media, you're very spider-esque, yeah. a lot of, especially conscious media. So yeah, that's awesome. And uh, Joseph in the chat was just saying uh, eight legs also represents eternal wisdom. So I mean, yeah. the eight, the infinity keeps on coming through and stuff so yeah and, and i find it like with like i just like the last thing i want to say about that is like the beautiful thing about having an activated totem just to be in general is like when you're working with a certain energy or spider medicine it's like a clue so like if i like here in this apartment that i moved into where i was like moving out of a different environment there was a spider on the wall and that's when i was like all right listen like it doesn't not what i thought exactly but like i knew you know what i mean and like that it's like it's like a like talk about the game that we play like in the matrix it's like spirit with us like that unseen reality it like pops these little symbols in and like we're like chasing the light we're chasing those symbols and like and like it's like when you're in a video game and you're like oh like the mushrooms over there and like you pick it up and it's like you know like go where the little tools are and then you do that and then you're on that higher what did that Abraham Hicks calls it that high flying disc. So I feel like you pick those light totems and you follow the symbols, then like you get to go to the next level or whatever. <laughs> That's <true>. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I totally, totally keep following those like little signs and symbols and stuff. They're like little like marker points within the game that guide you and stuff. I think it's beautiful. Like there's a whole nother conversation there about like being able to read the language of the universe. You know, I'm thinking about like alchemists and stuff when I'm saying that too. Um, I did just want to say real quick and passing the mic around and anybody after this, and we still got some basic introductions if we're kind of doing those in general for anybody else interested at this point, it's just kind of also very free open up and we'll try to wrap up maybe by 1 PM. There's a few other things I want to be able to talk about in this broadcast. Um, the importance of dressing up uh dressing out you know i think is a is a very beautiful thing you know i totally invite and encourage people to to dress up and, and maybe you don't even need a reason to dress up you know like maybe like you can just like dress up and like hang out in your room like dress like an elf and just like hang out in your room by yourself or something like that you know like i've done that i'm proud of it like sometimes like literally like off like n the other day like i literally like just like put on i was practicing putting on my spider-man suit and then i just like sat there and meditated for a while maybe i'll do it again you know like maybe it's a pretty cool thing that i enjoy doing sometimes i don't it's cool it's cool right so um but what is it about dressing up you know and i think it's this idea that like each of us has multiple versions of ourselves there's like who we are on this earth plane. And then there's like who we are kind of on like this like spiritual plane. Um, and, and it's a self that we're still creating. But for some of us, it's almost as like there's like a part of us that is still that is still like very, very already created. And, and, and again, I'm not saying it's like a good or a bad thing. It's to some of us who have that some of us don't. But for some of us, it just seems to, to, to kind of like already be there. Um, and, and again, that kind of comes through 
when you're in like these places of sacred ceremony where the veils are naturally already thin. So I think it's through ceremony when we are invited to dress up that we allow ourselves to actually like feel a different part of ourselves. And this is why festivals and things like that are really great. You know, festivals, they, they kind of, they basically invite that, you know, people show up at a festival, not just as like who they are from Monday to Friday or who they are on the weekend, but they kind of like show up as like the, the activated avatar version of themselves as much as they choose to. And again, you know, like for, for a lot of people, that's still like something you're discovering. And I think if you're still discovering it, that's beautiful because that means that you've got a lot of discovering still to go. So have no envy for, for, for being able to like see other people who are already dressing out, but at the same time, like be inspired by it. Be like, whoa, you know, like that person looks like they're having fun. I want to be able to have fun too, right? Like I want to be a guy and put on some like eyeliner and like bring out my like ancient Egyptian or something like that too, right? Anybody anybody can kind of like play around with that. So it's um it's one way to kind of like, know thyself and to really just play play around with creativity so that's really um what i would invite people to think about so uh superhero costumes uh you know going to a drum circle and wearing a nice like flowy dress that makes you feel like a flower fairy uh michelle is there any other thing that, like related to like sort of like dressing up because i i feel like that's something that I, you kind of I... do yeah, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't dress up like an elf and hang out in my room lately. But, <laughs> but now that you mentioned it, no, but I mean, like the vision that I keep getting about garb is like cloak and for ritual. Like it's really beautiful. Like I might be hosting a goddess circle actually at my house on Monday. And like, it would be really cool to, hey, sorry, right on. Um, so it would be really beautiful. Well, well, here's the thing. So I was thinking, it's so funny. I was thinking like, oh, I'm busy. I don't know if I want to host it, la, 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 but and like, and it's like, no, I want to create an altar space. But like, not only that, like now I want to wear a cloak to it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, take it seriously to be in communion and like show up at, in ritual. Like that's something that we as ancient, we don't, in modern day society, we don't give ourselves that like space to like really be and connect and allow that like whole embodiment of that ancient self like that, that will help. It helps it. It's almost like a respect to it too, like a respect to ceremony, respect to ritual. And you don't have to either. I mean, you can, you can wear just like normal clothes and still be in the space completely, but it's also a nice thing. It's a tool to put you in the space if you choose. So. Yeah, it's a tool. I think that's a good way to, of looking at it. We look at a lot of things we use within our spiritual practice as, as tools, you know, like say like someone's like, has like a necklace <clears throat> with like an onk on it or a crystal. Is that crystal necessarily like doing a heck of a lot? Then eh, maybe not necessarily, but maybe at the same time, it's like creating that like little practice of like you kind of tapping into like the magic of whatever that represents to you in a sense. So like, as Michelle's saying, you know, like wearing the cloak and everything like that, like it, it, it kind of like just creates that extra invitation for you to like show up with that specific like intention of uh, in some cases ceremony, but in a lot of other cases, it's, it's celebration. So like the clothing you wear actually becomes an extension of your celebration. And I think that's a really, there's a whole discussion there. And one that I'm really interested in about like how we can wear things on us that are an extension of like the light that we represent. And this is why, you know, this is what shift buttons are about. This is why I make like cool necklace and cool like shirts and everything like that. All of those are not just meant for to be worn, but meant to be seen as well. So I think there's a whole conversation there about like how like dressing in a way to wear symbols 
so that other people can see them so that you can become a portal for other people to talk to you about them and be like, hey, I saw you're wearing a really beautiful crystal necklace. Like, is that quartz or something? And be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, thank you for noticing. And then you could open up into a conversation about crystals or metaphysics or dream exploration. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really simple but effective way. So just being mindful of how clothing and how symbols and how jewelry uh is a big part of this quest uh absolutely i think um yeah 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 so i think it's pretty cool i think i think it's kind of interesting that like we as humans are like the only species that dress up you know <clears throat> like like it's really kind of like a bit of a privilege when you think of it like i don't know maybe i'm I actually I'm just picturing at this point, um, like chimpanzees having a very fun time wearing different hats. So I could totally see that. There's like as an experiment, right? They're just like, there's like, I, I think know, there's right? some birds that like put stuff on themselves when they're doing like their mating dance and stuff. They like they put would on be. certain leaves and stuff. Yeah. Oh, true. Nature, yeah. nature, like dressing up and stuff. That's yeah. Cool. I think there's some things in nature that do that for sure. There's some animals that have be. rituals where they like pretty themselves up or pretty, like they pretty their nest up and stuff. Totally. totally. I love it, man. I think it's, the best. I have to show, I wanted to share you a show something. I want to show you guys. Something. Hold on. I have to screen share real quick. So how you showed me your Spider-Man outfit, man. When I feel like fully myself, when I feel fully empowered, this is like my superhero mode. So it's just me and a white gi. And sometimes I'm wearing mullets or not, but it's usually just like a white gi, maybe white pants too. Um, but I'm very, very much into Tai Chi and Qigong. And for me, that's like my, my superpower, mm -hmm. you know, like and share. And uh, it took me so long to feel comfortable wearing my gi in public. It took so much out of me to finally step into that, man. And uh, it was like, I was like, I had to don my cape, you know, like Superman had to put on his uniform, you know, like Batman has to put on his uniform before he can go be Batman. You know, like I had to put on my guard before I could step into my like complete healer role. You know what I mean? And um I think it's important. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of psychological things. You know, there was like the Stanford prison experiment where half the students were security guards, half the students were prisoners and how much it changed their psychology and, you know, how much, how, how different they started to act because of the, what they were wearing. So it's really powerful, man. And like to, to, to go out into society, you know, to go out to like a main city space and to fully show up and to show yourself or to, to shift it, to try to change it to a different vibration, like break up the monotony it's amazing, man. Like it's super powerful. It's, it's really good practice. It's a good practice. Yeah. I, I like the way of saying that. So again, you know, like just reiterating on everything that we've talked about, putting out the shift mission for anybody listening to this to practice doing something like free hugs and to practice dressing up, dressing out, combining those two, if you wish, like as like individual shift missions. Cause again, yeah, like sometimes it's like, just like dressing up and being out in public like that's that that that, that can be a, a very pivotal like a very important step for for some people and so really just kind of like honoring that and then uh you know like some people are just like ready to jump into the free hugs as well but uh it's a very powerful practice and again that's a big part of this project is just like helping discuss and explore the conversations that will inspire people to to do these things because it's a beautiful thing and and it is like very 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 super so um sweet okay um 
Anybody else I, on the Adriano? Go ahead. Okay. I think we should. Uh, we didn't get a chance to finish the intros, and I know Brandon's been wanting to speak, so maybe we could let him introduce himself. And I would love to introduce Perfect. myself too, and let you guys know what I've been up to, man. Absolutely, yeah, and that's yeah. a beautiful thing is that we do have a, still a lot more to uh, be able to talk about. So, bonus points, everyone, tune into this in the future again. Thinking of us talking here as documentation of consciousness itself, week to week, a little bit like ongoing story, different and evolving. Um, Michelle, if you're heading out at some point again, just let us know and uh, we'll keep passing talking stick around. So, Please stay. <laughs> we'll, we'll check in um, with Brandon and uh, see if Brandon would like to take the talking stick next, introduce themselves. Brandon, if you're there, can you hear us? Is uh, Brandon currently there? Beep once for yes, beep okay. two for no. I don't believe Brandon actually is at the computer at the moment, so we'll check in with them a little bit later. Um, so Adriano, we'll, we'll pass it over to you then. And then there's a couple more Sweet. updates, but I'll, I'll go over those once uh, once we pass the talking stick around a little bit more. So Adriano, go, go right ahead, brother. For sure, I would love to talk. I've been like bursting at the seams wanting to say stuff. I would stuff. love to listen. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I say that is because I've been up in the mountains for like a month, just living in nature. And um, for me, it's all just a, a pilgrimage. Um, and I, I do a lot of praying out there. I spend time alone. And uh, I also meet the most incredible people in the world. Um, when I travel out to Yosemite, California, I spend a month in the woods. I've been doing this for the last two years. And uh, I feel like I got some wisdom from on high to share. And um, I think the most important thing what I learned is taking it step by step you know little by little each day you know small small practices small movements if you do one little thing each day to reach your goals to keep you on your path you're doing a good job you know even if it's the slightest the slightest little thing that you do if you do it every day you're gonna it's gonna accumulate you know it's gonna build up and um part of part of these things that i learned i met a lot of rock climbers uh yosemite is a very popular spot for rock climbers and the metaphor for rock climbing, you know, the metaphor of like one thing at a time, one move at a time, and also like overcoming something that looks so big and grand, like overcoming your challenges and just just rocking it out, you know, just just being patient and looking at your moves and seeing what you have to do and then taking those steps. Um, it's just really great. And these people that these rock climbers that you meet are so brave and they're they climb 3,000 foot walls, you know, they climb three times the size of the Empire State Building. And for me, it's like the amount of courage and the amount of dedication that that takes. These, these guys are heroes to me, you know, this is like human potential towards the peak, you know. So I think what we're, what we're talking about is like stepping into our power and stepping into like how, how humans could be, you know what I mean? Like our potential is so great, um, but you have to, you got to step into it. You got to grab it for yourself. You got to move towards it. Um, so I don't know. I have so, I have so many things to share. I have so many things about teamwork as well. Like also, I mean, we're all on our own sacred journeys, but you know, working together and helping each other on that path and like becoming enlightened together, you know, reaching the mountain peak as a team, you know, reaching the top as a team is like so beautiful and so much more powerful. Um, it's incredible, man. I don't know. I, I've been on such a such a great space and I've been like on heaven on earth. You know, for me, nature is one of the greatest healing places you can go to. So if anybody gets a chance to do it, go spend a, a week or longer out in the woods, you know, with yourself, 
with nature and just listen, listen and pray and do what you have to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I learned so much about overcoming things and overcoming things together as a team. And I think that's why I love Paradigm so much because you guys are like my online tribe. You know, they're like, this is the campfire. This is a modern campfire and I'm hanging out with you guys and you guys are my family, you know, and I could just share with you. I could share how my journey has been going and we could all just bounce off of each other. And you know, the, the messages get sent for sure, man. Everybody's been talking about stepping into their role, stepping into their power. And it's like, yep, yeah, now's the time, you know, it's time to no more, no more BS. Stop hiding from yourself, you know, step into it, step into it. Now's the time. I know it's a lot of work, but just do a little bit. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. You're definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely bringing back some powerful energies from that. Totally. Yeah, the mountains. So these, these walls are giant granite walls. And to me, they're so protective, you know, these like ancient spirits. And the, these granite walls help, for me, what I noticed, they help pull fear out. They help take fear outside of you because they're so secure and so massive. So like I had a lot of nightmares when I was there, but for me, that was good because I was processing things, you know? And um, I, I, I had a nightmare about an old relationship that I thought I was completely done with, but it turns out subconsciously there was some deeper stuff in there. But the mountains just kind of help, you know, yank it right out of me. They're like these magnets, you know, that just pull out the bullshit in your life and they help you process. And then the beautiful thing is that the less fear you have, you know, the more you can play, the more you can step out into the world and be more yourself. And you're not afraid of anybody. You're not afraid of anybody or anything because life is to, life is to be enjoyed, man. You're supposed to reach out and grab life, you know? And, you know, I started to rock climb. I started to, I started bouldering, you know, after I had processed all this stuff, I started to enjoy it more. And uh, I found a rattlesnake, man. I found a wild rattlesnake. I, <laughs> I stepped my foot into the ground. I was trying to like scramble up this mountain and a wild rattlesnake like, you know, warned me. And uh, his lesson, you know, the rattlesnake medicine for me was just take your time, you know, slow down, don't rush, don't try to go too high too quick. You know, you can do it with a team or you can do it by yourself, but just be patient, take your time, take little chunks, you know, take little bits and go on your way. You know what I mean? So a lot of, a lot of this shifting can be very powerful sometimes. So some days are going to really hit you hard. A lot of energy is going to come flying at you at once and you know, it'll take a few days to process, you know, but man, I just, I wish I could take people out there. You know, I, I want to show people these mountains and it's a, such a sacred place. And um, hopefully I can leave retreats out there eventually. awesome man i love uh michelle picked up on the the nice quotes that you had there Thank the you. less the less fear you have the more you can play life is to be enjoyed and the second mm -hmm. one she picked up on is the mountains are like magnets taking fear away from us that is such a beautiful just like vision and everything like that because i think that's right eh? like sometimes and again you know i i have to remind myself this too not just mountains but like literally just kind of like what nature does to us you know you can just like stand in a forest and just kind of be like ah, you kind of like feel like the trees yeah. just kind of like in the same way almost like pulling fear out of you in a way it's almost like reaching kind of like pulling in a way um nature heals like nature just heals like when you're in those places of the nature you connect with and obviously there's lots of different flavors to it and again i think yeah, mountains are very, very, very exciting flavor of nature. Um, Adriano, I was going to ask you, uh, again, reflecting back into like what your intention may be, 
what do you feel now that you're back from that? What do you feel like you want to create? What do you feel you want to create? Like what messages do you feel you are carrying that you want to be able to like bring back in through like media and something that you can share with other people related like through the Paradigm Essential Project and beyond? So yeah, for sure. I know, I know I don't do a good job of like making videos, but uh, these chats help me out a lot. Um, I think the main message I have to bring back is like no fear, like stop being afraid. I know it's so hard. Like I've had so many fears I've had to break through, you know, and I, it's easy for me to say it, but I had to go through hell to do it. And each, I feel like each one of us, our hells might be a little bit different, but just don't be afraid, man. Like just keep moving, keep taking the next step, take the next breath. And just whatever you're going through, man, just keep on trucking. You know what I mean? And like, I see so many people who are just afraid. They're just afraid of life, kind of, you know, like life is there. These amazing experiences are there. There's magic out there. You just got to go for it. You got to, you got to not be afraid, man. You just got to take that step, you know, go sing a song out in public, go, go write poetry, go to an open mic. You know what I mean? Like try to, try to break out of, you know, whatever you think is constricting you, whatever fear that you have that says, I'm not good enough. Or that, you know, somebody's going to judge me a certain way. Who gives a damn? You know what I mean? This is, this is for your enlightenment. This is for your spirit to be free. And, like, the thing is, is, like, I've tasted freedom. You know what I mean? And, like, once you taste freedom, there is no going back. That's it. Like, once you taste it, that's, that's what you want. And you want other people to experience it, too. And for me, you know, my freedom is being in the meadows out in nature and, you know, half naked shirt off you know running through the meadows like in god's country you know what i mean and for some people that's that's really wild you know to to go there to do that that seems like out of this world but i'm like this is what humanity used to do this is this is what we used to do all the time you know what i mean so i think the main message i've gotten back from the mountains is to to pray a lot and to just be brave you know when you're scared and you feel like you can't take the next step, man, just pray your ass off. Like do whatever it takes mentally to prepare yourself for the next move. Because some of the moves are very scary. You know, some of the next steps are, are big ones or they're, they're like leaps of faith, you know? But just, just go for it, man. Just go and hopefully your wings might open up or you might hit the ground, you know? But at least you did it. At least you tried and you're, you're trying at life, you know? I see so many people who are just not trying. They're just like stuck. They just, there are so many things going on around them that they can't express themselves fully. They can't be fully themselves or they can't be fully free because there's so much, they're, they're just, they're taking in too much input. They, they're, they're worried about the input so much that others are giving them instead of just letting their spirit express and instead of just opening up and being themselves. And like, that's when the greatest things happen is when your spirit is open and free, man. It's just, it's tough. It's a battle. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be, you know, hopefully if you're lucky, it might be given to you, but for the most part, you got to put some effort in, you know, you got to do a little bit of work to get that freedom. Mm -hmm. Can yeah. I just yeah. say something about that balance? There's the, there's that Go balance ahead, yeah. our connection to ourselves and our higher self, and mm -hmm. then also our expression and our relatability with others so that we can uh, exchange information, right? So there's that, it's like a polarity between those two things. Adriano, I love everything that you said. <laughs> it is the most beautiful, like divine wisdom, consciousness, masculine mountains reflection. Um, I just moved to the mountains and I feel like you just like taught me how to commune with them in a way that I wasn't oh, yeah. really, um, um, uh, like, um, 
it just gave me a different perception scope of like how to work with them and like understand. And I feel like the frequency, like if I didn't have the weekend I just came through, where like I did go out in nature, I prayed my ass off and like, <laughs> I really did brother. And like, yeah. I felt that same thing about don't stop fucking around. It's now is the time, remove hesitation and be yourself. Like I felt that exact same frequency. So thank you so much yeah, for like what you're sharing mm-hmm. because like it's like <laughs> really resonant and like super grateful like like what is that called like affirmation you know of like yeah, yeah. I did hear that and now not only that like continue to work with us in this way because I go and I sit in a canyon and I meditate and I have the walls of the rock climbers <sighs> but I I'm a girl from the ocean yo like and so like so like I'm just learning how to work with these frequencies and they're masculine energy. It's beautiful. And, and there's yeah. really a lot of Tibetan Boulder, Colorado has a lot of Buddhists, which is all very masculine, very clear. And like, so this is my learning how to step into that and 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 speak to and learn from these frequencies in order to be fully myself and fully here. So so beautiful everything that you just transmitted. I want to listen to it again because you did speak these beautiful wisdom quotes of like things that need to be, you know, like sat with for sure like you know to me it's a pilgrimage i go up there to pray and i definitely get stuff back you know and man if you get a chance just go hug a mountain like go hug a rock and like they will (laughs) they'll give you what you need you know like they'll take things out of you too they'll take out the bs man and like you know part of the whole climbing thing is like climbing over our obstacles you know getting through what's stopping us being brave being courageous and the rocks give you the opportunity to do that you know Wow. And uh, I just want to acknowledge Michael because I think Michael's been wanting to talk mm-hmm. for a moment. And I know Brandon has too, man. But, you know, yeah. I would love to do an interview show with you, Skull, at some time, man. Or, like, if we could if we could do a little recording or something because I have so much to share, man. It's like I got some good medicine and I've been lazy with making my videos, man. And, like, it would be cool if I had somebody keeping me kind of in order and check. So maybe we can work something out, man. But Do that. Uh, do that yeah. and then also do we have another podcast like that but if you want to like have like an outlet where you mm-hmm. can just you can come on the way of conscious mindfulness too and talk about because yeah. you're talking about working with the stone people and that energy and that yeah. energy. oh right? yeah that's what i'm saying you know so for sure you should do one with mm-hmm. skull and you should do one over at the other podcast um for, for sure i have i have good medicine to share man i'm like i'm so yeah. ready and willing to share it freely oh. yeah it's there for the yeah. people man Word. like the people need it we all need to wake up and stop being so afraid, man. I think, um, yeah, just getting add to what Michelle was saying, the way of conscious mindfulness podcast is what she was referring to there. And uh, check out the way of conscious mindfulness podcast on Facebook, I think is her page um, with Paul Boggy. And uh, I, I was just going to say, because with everything that you're saying there, there's just like one other thing that I, I think is just like worth adding into the the way of seeing things. Again, you know, we're just talking about like, just being like, you know, there's too many people and they're just not like taking those chances or they're not like kind of like stepping into like the, that place where they're just like, fuck you fear or whatever, something like that. Excuse my language. Um, but again, you know, like, I think, I think, it, I think it's totally uh, important to be able to acknowledge um, that many, many, many people uh, within the community as part of the story um, are in situations where like, it can be very challenging for them to like take those steps by themselves. Therefore, mm. the solution is connection. 
and the solution is the community support and, and being reminded again, and you know, this ties in back with like mental health and stuff like that. And again, for me, like having close connections with people who, um, you know, have experienced their own mental health and everything like that. I know that like, again, you know, sometimes like it's, it's not as simple as to say, just say like, just do it, just step out of your fear, you know, stop mm-hmm. being such a, you know, stop worrying so much or something like that. Like, it's hard to just kind of say to someone like stop having social anxiety so much, right? Like that's not really something you can just kind of say to someone. So what happens is the alternative is that you show up as community support and it is a very gradual process. And it's really just about being able to like hold space over time and just being able to like reinforce things through your own example and just allowing them to feel um, that they are supported. And even in some cases of like a digital community like this, knowing that they're a part of something bigger, knowing that they're a part of a collective, knowing that they're a part of a team and knowing that they are heard and knowing that their voice matters and things like that. So, I mean, as much as it is easy for someone to just like be told to like step out there and be their fully authentic self, we have to acknowledge that to be our fully authentic self, to step out of our fear can sometimes be a process that, that takes months and months and years of our lifetime as we kind of move into that, which is a very much like a part of our journey and everything and moving through hardships and moving through challenges and being able to, again, cultivate our willpower through the additional support of community is very, very important. So um, no man gets left behind is, is kind of the yeah. thing, right? So like as our job, if we're the ones who are freaking kicking ass, we got to look back down the mountain and reach our hand back and Hell see yeah, who man. needs it, right? Because yeah. that's a big part of our mission is not to just be like, yeah, I'm at the top of the mountain, bitches. Like, <laughs> you know, just like, or whatever. Yeah. Right? No, I, t- just, I totally, like one of the and biggest... I, and I know you know that too, so I'm just yeah. reiterating it too. So one of the yeah. one of the biggest lessons ahead, I learned yeah. is that at the camp that I was staying at, I was praying for uh, companionship. And to me, I was, I thought it would come in the form of a woman, you know, like I wanted a woman companion to be close to me, you know. But I ended up finding this group of rock climbers who like were my best friends. And it was this message of, man, you know, you're going to reach the mountaintop together. You know what I mean? Like when you do it together, you can get so much higher and so much further. And it was like, it's like you said, man, like I met this dude who I felt like was a more, more free spirit than I was. And he helped me, man. Like he was just like, here, man, like I got your hand, let's go up, you know, like, let's do it together. Let's raise the vibration together. So I, I totally agree, man. Like, it's, a, it's definitely going to be a teamwork thing, man, to get us far. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crazy energies that a lot of us are dealing with. And not all of it is like on the front and surface of like, you know, these conversations. And I think these conversations are a portal to very important conversations. And, and I know, you know, like stay tuned, guys, because there are some very important conversations that we'll be having, um, you know, in particular related to mental health, but also related to other very important topics as well within the community. Um, but again, just being able to have those conversations, uh, being able to like allow people to be heard, being able to just like slowly do what is needed to, to, as you said, kind of like bring everyone up. And, and it's that basic visualization that as the water rises, so does every ship. Um, so again, you know, thank you to everyone oh, yeah. for, being, for being a part of this. And for whatever lessons that each of us are carrying, those are not just your lesson alone sometimes like sometimes you know like sometimes people are carrying 
lessons so that other people can learn how to show up with compassion to be able to assist other people who are going through their own lessons. Um, you know, it's kind of like with, uh, I was thinking about earlier today with my dog, Dallin, and I'll just say this and I'll pass it to Michael Pratt and Michael, thank you for your patience. You know, dogs, when they're like injured, they are very powerful teachers to show us how to show up to assist in a very non-selfish way. You know, like the dog, like won't be like forcing us to help them, but it's a situation where like we are like asked by the universe to show up. And in doing so, we kind of like learn how to become like better healers. Um, you know, and, and, and that term I think is constantly being redefined in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I feel like that's a big part of what all of us are. All of us are healers as much as we choose to identify with is totally based on our, our free will, but within all of us is the healer, the healer of others, the healer of the self. And so, and, and, and it, in some ways it's really just the healer of the self, but you create space for others to be able to step into their own healing um, as a whole. So uh, yeah, healing is a super important topic that we'll get more into later. Um, Michael Pratt, go ahead. You've been holding your hand up for a little bit there. Thank you for your patience, brother. Go ahead. And let me just pull your volume up. You're good to go. Go for it. My hand wasn't too tired. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, bro, Tony is in here. AKA Sephiroth. Yo, Tony. Is in here. Hey, really? I had no idea, you know, he was going to uh, pop up in here. And... Um, Okay, so I was going to say, so, for example, I was talking about, like, um, people, uh, so the brother Adriano was saying, like, sometimes, you know, you have to go out there and, and kind of just try to uh, not let fear, like, um, hold you down, you know, kind of thing. And I just had this image in my head of somebody being pushed into a pool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and then I was just like, wow, this is, this is going to come together like a great analogy or metaphor. So when we would look at it like, you know, we were born, you know, we're on earth. Do you think, now this is just a question. I'm going to go into something with this, but would you say, that we chose to jump in the pool or we were kind of pushed into the pool or we were kind of persuaded into the pool. In terms of like scenarios in our life that can be challenging. No, just, just kind of like, you know, how, you know, just like showing up on, on this planet in particular kind of thing. Yeah. Did That's we a great question, choose man. to be here on earth or did we just kind of get like put into being on earth? Is that kind of, are you yeah, back yeah, to that yeah. Level? That's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking is like, were we pushed into the pool or did we choose like, Hey, we wanted to jump in. That's, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting sort of like concept and stuff. Um, but then I think, and, and I'll let other people jump in on this too. Cause I think it's interesting idea to play around with um for me it goes back right to the idea the saying oh if we were pushed into the pool whatever pushed us was in some ways still us even if like the perspective from like the degree of where we thought it wasn't us 
thought that it wasn't us. So, I mean, I think it's interesting that there will be like some people who kind of like tell that story and be like, I didn't ask to be born. They will say that, but yeah. I think it's part of their own sort of like story to find uh, the purpose within their own life. And again, like oftentimes, like we find purpose when we're sort of, uh, you know, sometimes it can be polarized uh, in a place where like we're, we, we are, we feel as if there's no purpose, therefore we seek purpose and then eventually it allows us to find purpose. But by nature, I, I never think that it's uh, purposeless in any way. Um, Michelle, go ahead if you want to jump in. Somebody else is. Um, so I think as I think it's a rare gift to be in a body. Um, I know that <laughs> I'm going to say I know for a wow. fact that there are more disembodied um, awarenesses, intelligences, whatever you want to call it, in the universe than there are embodied ones. And I had an awareness one day about what a sacred you know, because of that, if you really think about that energetically, is like there are so many consciousnesses or fractals of consciousness that don't have physical um, embodiment. So the fact that we can have senses and see and taste and touch and although that there are, that there is suffering here and frequencies of, play, of pain, I think that when we are in in disincarnated state, um, we're more in that God consciousness where like negativity, what we perceive as negativity on this earth is not actually negative. It's just like light and dark. They're kind of the same thing. There's like a Unitarian field about that, you know? Um, so like death, like, you know, to the infinite is not anything, right? So like there's no human emotion, but like here there's that separation and there's that human emotion. So, but I think that that's a rare gift to experience those feelings, that tragedy. And I feel, in our highest state of being that we revel in the sorrow and the um uh the poetic like tragedy of the beauty you know how those things are tied you know and i think that that's actually like grace and like that's passion that's you know and that could just be my super emotional makeup but i feel that spiritually i feel like that that like it wouldn't exist if there wasn't like reverence for it does that make sense that's my take on it. Well, normally I would say uh, a poem or, or something. I don't know, but basically it's a poem. And it, uh, it talks about my godly race and that it's basically just like this experiment. And it's, it's, it's mirthful. You know, it's humorous. It's an idea to think about. And it's like, you know, but too close they got and down into it, they're pulled into an animal world. They haven't been schooled. Because they're, they've never experienced this before. Never been something to, that the first person that ever being, I should say, because I don't limit it to just this planet, you know, uh, at some point had to realize that, oh shit, this is all new. <laughs> you know, so we had to uh, come to terms with it. And uh, it's most assuredly been done. Uh, it's already been taken care of as far as being able, like ascended beings and the white brotherhood or what have you, quote unquote, that has come through time after time. Uh, and maybe even on a whole scale, you know, we all are part of that, I don't even want to say brotherhood, uh, kinsmanship or, or, or uh, family. We'll just say that. That way it doesn't, it's, it's genderless and, you know, so. I prefer to do that, being that I'm transvestite. I don't like limiting gender and shit like that. But, yeah, I'm trying to wrap this up, though. So, yeah, um, I think that it's a choice. 
you know, I think it's a choice. It's like, yeah, we uh, get it. You know, it's been done, but I want to ride that ride. <laughs> you know, I want to ride the Tony ride. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that might be part of it as well. At least that's my own take on it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, like, um, I'll just say this real quick and I'm just passing it around. <clears throat> Again, I think it's sort of like the antithesis of like kind of like finding the excitement to be who we are. Um, again, is it goes when we we sort of like aren't really sure. We we may feel lost or we may feel like defeated or something like that. But I think um, we kind of like connect into uh, that excitement when when we do sort of look at our purpose, not just of like knowing thyself, but of again not just asking what you can get, but what you can give. And I know I've said this plenty of times before, but I think that's a beautiful thing is even when you just think about like, how can your story help other people? And, and, and sometimes again, it's like your story of like moving through your own darkness, your story of kind of like going through your own healing and stuff like that. Um, so again, you know, like at, after that, it's just like, wow, okay, I've gone through a lot of my own darkness, yet my own darkness has in ways created more light by my own narrative of moving through darkness even when I wasn't fully out of darkness but like being able to share the story of like how I'm moving out of darkness to be able to like create um, a community and a connection between other people who share this very very repeating and common story of our intimate relationship to darkness um, and, and so again you know like I think darkness uh, in, in itself is like this roundabout way of actually creating more light but it comes on the precipice of our free will and this is where i think like sometimes like darkness can just result in like falling off into more darkness but it takes like the free will and the support of community to take something that can be like fragilely formed in darkness to be able to like transform that into something that can be like a very powerful beacon uh, that will help prevent um, further unnecessary suffering for others in the community in, in, in that way. So, um, yeah, again, you know, like I think, uh, I think kind of what we were already saying, it's a very exciting thing to actually be here human uh, at this time. I think there is a very, in some cases, like a very elaborate waiting, waiting list to, to enter into this game. And so if you are here, you are here because you are a part of something incredibly bigger than you know, very exciting, very meaningful. All of us have a very important purpose within this. And the purpose isn't just our life alone. It's the story of how our life weaves into the story of those who we are connected with as well. So again, it's very much like, holy crap, like your healing's my healing, my growth is your growth type thing. So yeah, shout out to everyone who is here. And shout out to everyone who is not in the physical body, who's maybe tuned into this. Shout out to my dogs and stuff like that and grandfathers and grandmothers and children yet to be born and everyone beyond this present moment in time. So anyways, I'm getting getting out there a little bit. So bringing it back down. <laughs> okay, guys, let's keep um, let's keep bouncing around. And Michael Pratt, go, go right ahead, brother. Let me just uh, pull the mic up. You're good. Yeah. What Adriana was saying, I mean, I, I totally, uh, I totally agreed. Uh, I totally agreed with uh, what he was saying as far as, um, and a, it's going to be, it's going to be different for each person because I think everybody has their own kind of level of um, 
development, you know, where, you know, where they're at and, and stuff like that. But I can just share just like, uh, just find a space. You, you just, you just got to find a space just kind of like out in the open and hopefully the wind is blowing because the wind, the, the wind, to me, the wind is a spirit, you know, the wind is, uh, um, whatever is animating the wind, there's something there and, um, you can feel it and just go out into an open space and just forget about your, um, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, like undo all your conditioning or constructs or whatever, but what I'm saying is just let go of, uh, you know, I have to, you know, I have to walk this way. I have to, you know, show up a, a certain way. I have to wear the suit and tie. I have to do, just put that on the shelf for a little while and just go out and, and spin in the wind like you are this uh this this limitless child uh this <laughs> this timeless awesome child and and just spin and go whichever de direction you want and listen to music and just like you're flying when you're skipping or whatever you're doing and you do that you do that little bit for 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 the soul or you know whatever you want to call it and it will repay you it's like wow i really uh i really needed that thanks for not making me study for seven hours you know <laughs> sit on the computer all day and and it will thank you it's like you can it's like you can talk to it it's like you know it knows and um that's just one of the things that I, I have found. And, and when I did that, so when I say, you know, break through your fear and, and stuff, I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, like a hard push, you know, into like 12 feet, you know, pool water or whatever, and you don't know how to swim. I mean, it could be just, just as simple as that, you know, just, just give that to, um, if you want to call it, you know, the soul or the spirit, or, or just give that to that part of, of yourself and it will repay you. Right on. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> cool, Mike. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I think um, <clears throat> I'm just going to read a, a quick uh, comment here in the chat and, and we'll just kind of pass it around to uh, anybody else. And then we'll still, uh, if there's any other like further official introductions that we want to go through, we can still make time to do that before we wrap up the episode. Um, but uh, da, 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 real quick, one second. So uh, I, I was just saying, um, mm, 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 uh, Anna in the comments, she was just saying, she was saying, uh, Thank you for putting this up, uh, not that comment, actually. Um, it was about the bodies and stuff like that. She says, we are here to learn how to keep the human body machine as part of our traveling mechanism in light. The human body is eternal, heals, true form is a light body that stays human form, reward for ascension. 
Um, <clears throat> flesh is light and blood is spiritual currency. This human machine is a real deal superhero. Many wish to have the chance to attain this true human form. Many who have not begun to incarnate wish they could. So again, you know, like I just, I love the idea of kind of like stepping back and just really looking at the human body as like this advanced form of spiritual technology that is like actually really, really, really sought after in the universe. Like each one of us as a human body is a freaking Ferrari, you know, is this freaking like super high tech spiritual, like space traveling dimension and traveling vehicle. Like it's not just something that we can walk around with during the day, but it's actually something that like every night when we can go to sleep, we can use as like a launch pad into the other dimensional spaces. So we can still be in the higher dimensional realms and here at the same time and like eat like guacamole and chips at the same time and like eat food and stuff. I love food. Such I feel a lot of souls incarnated just to eat food. So <laughs> I think we've talked about this before or something. Um, yeah. Okay. So um what I want to do, I just kind of want to open the mic to, to pass around a little bit more. There's a couple updates I just want to get to you guys. And then there's another topic of discussion uh, that I would like to bring up as kind of prelude to uh, bringing it up a little bit later down the road. And, and some of you guys actually know what I'm talking about in reference to that. And uh, I'd appreciate it if you guys are around to uh, just be able to hold space for that for a little bit longer. Um, so uh, Adriano, when we were passing around last off, uh, it was on your introduction. Was there anything else that you wanted to share? Uh, you were kind of talking about like your intentions of, of passing on this, this, uh, this, these wisdom keys that you're holding and stuff like that. Is there anything else you just want to share? Passing it over to you. Um, give me one second. Let me just pull the audio up real quick. Go ahead. Hello, hello. Mic Again. check. Uh, I wanted to answer Michael's question real quick as if like whether we were pushed into the deep end or whether we chose to come swim in uh, I don't I think it's a mixture my first initial thought was we were pushed in um, but only for our own good because usually when people do that it's to teach you how to swim so maybe it's a combination of like what Brandon was saying whatever pushed us was for our own benefit so we can grow and evolve um, that being said, I, to me, I think earth is like the best university ever. Probably it's like the, the highest school that you can go to, but, um, I think you come here to make mistakes and you can screw up here. And, you know, I, I do believe in reincarnation and I felt like I've lived lifetimes before and I'm definitely learning lessons each time I come around and I'm pretty lucky that like I'm on a nice spiritual path this time around. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the wisdom keys that I have, I mean, th this whole thing about being brave and being fearless, um, I mean, you're talking to an area, like you're talking to a dude who's like, I've practiced this for a while, like, I've practiced just, you know, I'm pretty physical with it, like, I'm pretty rough, I'm a little like harder, like, I, my lessons are harder, you know what I mean, like, I'm a tough learner, it's hard for me for something to really sink, sink into my spirit, into my being, so some of my lessons are a little tough. Um, and I understand like the gentleness, you know, like I pray, I pray for gentleness a lot. Like I pray for my lessons to come with me in ease and grace. And, uh, I'm a big, like purveyor of prayer, man, like praying through the hard parts of your life and just, just getting through, man. And, uh, you know, I think spirituality is tough and gritty, you know, like I, I love that. I love the heavenly points. I love when things are blissful and free and, and unique and beautiful, but you know, in this physical vessel, we, we feel grittiness, you know, like we feel toughness and we feel ourselves aging sometimes, you know, and 
I don't know. I like my spirituality with a little bit of grit and truth. You know, like I like to feel my spirituality. I like to really sink it into my bones and into my being. Um, and, you know, with, with that being said, I think you got to be tough. You know, I'm totally prescribed to like the spiritual warrior mindset. You know, I love peace. I love the practice of peace. I love being balanced and, and grounded, but you still have to defend that, you know, at, at certain points, you know, you have to protect something that's sacred. You have to protect something that's beautiful and balanced and peaceful. You know, like being a defender, being a guardian is important as well because, you know, there are some entities out there that are pretty gnarly, you know, that like it, something might enter you that's not, you know, that's not going to be an enjoyable experience. You know, it's going to be an entity that you didn't want to interact with. And, you know, if you learn to protect yourself, protect your life, you know, protect your area, you know, be a guardian spirit and to just, be balanced in that I think that's really important especially because a lot of us you know we're all maturing spiritually you know and uh I think it's it's good to be a tough cookie you know it's good to be a spiritual warrior and um yeah I mean that, that's my that's my piece of it you know and I think the earth is beautiful I think there's heavenly realms here and I think we all are, are lucky to be bliss you know to be here um but it's it's not an easy ride it's definitely a tough one so <laughs> hopefully we all have a lot of fun with it <laughs> And, and definitely make it easier for one another, you know, like it's so much better together, you know, for sure. Totally, man. Totally. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Sorry. I, I have so much, like, uh, I really wish I could say, I just don't want to ramble and keep on going on, man. It's all but... practice, man. Battle on. Yeah. <laughs> we are the sure. skull Babylons, so skull babbling on. <laughs> no, no, man. I'm, I'm happy that you're excited to be able to share. Cause I think, uh, yeah, yeah you, you can, I can, I can feel that, you know, you're, you're kind of tapped into that infinite source. So just plug, put a microphone in front of you and you could talk for a while. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, like, um, for me going out into nature is a pilgrimage and, um, one of the, one of the biggest things I did was to go pray for my father because, you know, he's older now and I love him so much. And I feel like I, I went to the mountaintops to get closer to source, to get closer to spirit so I could vouch and vouch for the people that I love and show like here, like I'm putting in all this effort and this work and suffering so that my prayers can be heard. So I, the vibe, you know, so I could be closer to that vibration, which I believe is like a higher vibration, you know? And uh, it's work, man. You know, it's, it takes practice and effort to get there, you know. I, I've been on this path for quite a minute now. So, it's, you know, I'm definitely reaping a lot of rewards. Like I'm reaping a lot of manifestations that I put in, you know, like the intentions that I set years ago are starting to finally uh, give me fruit. And uh, I'm seeing how it all works out. And it's it's so beautiful and it's powerful, man. We're We're such powerful beings. You know, we're such powerful beings, man. And accepting that and working with that is is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, you know, when you get into this habit of like, kind of like being a, a, you know, a dream weaver, like manifesting and being able to like, as you said, <clears throat> see your manifestations in action, I think is a very reaffirming thing you're just like oh like yeah. this is working you know like and but you're right sometimes there's there's the element of patience so i mean if you're if you're planting those seeds then you know just like patience patience yeah patience, patience. and be specific like be really mm -hmm. specific i had to learn that like i used to ask for things and i would get them but it wasn't exactly what i wanted you know it was like asking the genie for the wish but you weren't really specific on what you wanted so he gave you like a version of it but not exactly what you asked for so like um, you have to be real specific with your intentions and you have to make sure that the things you want are truly what you want and are truly beneficial for your, your higher being, you know, and uh, that can be a lot of fun and tricky as well. <laughs>
Word, man. Word. Yeah. Sweet, man. Well, I definitely look forward to, yeah, just being able to like collaborate and, and figure out like <clears throat> ways of, <clears throat> excuse me, how we can sort of like alchemize your inspiration into like yeah. art and things that we can share with other people to help inspire them further. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love yeah, to, man. I would love to. I do a little bit of, uh, I do a lot of journaling and I just like, I make sure to have, I remember a lot of, I remember a lot of the important lessons, you know, so I definitely have them to share with people. So, I mean, even just the people listening and hearing, like, I feel like whoever's getting the message right now is in the right space for it. They're ready to receive what I'm offering, you know? Word, man, word. Yeah. Sweet, Thank man. Thank you, guys, man. Thank you for being Thank here, you. man. Yeah. Awesome, man. Sweet, guys. All right. So with that said, um, checking in, it's about 120 right now. Uh, again, reminder for those of you who are just like, wow, who are all these awesome people from across the world? I want to be friends with them. You can do that. You'll be able to check the show notes afterwards and we'll include links for as many people as we can uh, who are included as featured shifters within this broadcast. So um, like I said, there's a few things that I want to be able to touch base on guys um, related to just kind of like basic like website stuff. And then uh, in particular, uh, like another topic that I want to get into that we've talked about before. And I feel getting into it now within the full moon is kind of just being able to like see where the conversation goes almost as practice, knowing that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit later. And it's like not the easiest thing to talk about, but that's why we're going to practice talking about it as community and in a like respectful, mature and conscious way. Before we get into that, though, um, relative to the main website and just inviting you guys to be reminded that. Uh, using the website is now at a point where I invite you guys to again book bookmark the main website either paradigmshiftcentral.com or live.paradigmshiftcentral.com and make a habit of hanging out there during the day and then during the day if you're on there during the day then that means like we'll be able to collaborate together and especially on some of the, like the uh, getting people synced up with some of the new paradigm shift teams and so the paradigm shift teams and I'm not going to explain this too much in detail we've talked about it in the past broadcast but also get the basics of it. Paradigm shift teams are small teams in the Paradigm Shift Central project that are assigned to specific tasks. And so in particular, um, some of the teams that we currently have active are the music team, the animation team, the mobile app development team, and also the new ones, which are activated as of this week, the conscious articles team and the reality encyclopedia team. Each one of these teams on the main website, if you go to the main website and then up at the top menu, you'll see shift teams there and I'll post the links into uh, the live chat so people can join. Um, each of the shift teams, uh, people can check out, but in particular, the conscious article team is one that people can join. And these are small teams and each team has its own section of the website that is equipped with its own forum, its own like blog posting relative to like what it is that you're creating and also its own like video chat and imagination board and online events to be able to synchronize, uh, as well. And um, yeah, I invite you guys to check out in particular the Conscious Articles team because I want to be able to let people know that that team is open so that people can join that one and potentially anybody on the website who is making articles can do that. And that's a good place where you guys can practice brainstorming and sharing ideas and uh, being able to cross things over. So um, one second. So we'll get more into the details about the teams later. I'll probably have to do some like individual videos and stuff there, but um, just send me a message if you're interested in being uh, on any of the teams mentioned other than the Conscious Articles team, because you can join that right away and get into posting and make a habit of that. 
And then the, the reality encyclopedia team is going to be a team who's helping build the reality encyclopedia, which is an encyclopedia that we're going to have for the website, which will be a very cool resource of information and data that will help be almost like an introductory relative to a lot of important topics to our multidimensional nature. So, you know, they can go there and they can learn a little bit about what astral projection is, a little bit about what the concept of yoga is, what some of the symbolisms are, what Merkabas are, what toroidal fields are, and, uh, you know, like what sacred geometry is and even like things related to, um, yeah, lots of different stuff, really. So that will be built over time. And again, just putting that out there that if people want to be involved with the reality encyclopedia, please send me a message and we're organizing these things slowly over time. But now that the main website is pretty active, you guys can message me there during the day. But again, make a profile for free on the main website. And that also gives you access to the quest journals and creating conscious articles, which again is how you play the game. So, um, yeah, so I'm just thinking if there's any other updates that we want to get into at this point. Um, other updates just uh, in general, in terms of my own creative practices, uh, I mentioned on the Friday of recent week, we did a paradigm shift open microphone and that was a really cool experience. We had some people like reading poetry and stuff and I was actually playing around with my looper and everything. And I'm going to be doing that a little bit more, which is like the pedal with the microphone that loops sound back, but you can make really cool harmonics with it. I posted some videos on my YouTube. You guys can check them there. But that for me, again, in sync with my activation into kind of like this new parts of myself, being able to express myself through the looper and through the music has actually been like a really exciting thing for me because I'm getting into this new uh, space of creating music, which is like something that I haven't fully ventured into yet. So being able to create like my own uh, background beats with uh, like conscious freestyle flow tree over top of it. Stay tuned again. I'll be posting up more about that in the future. Um, no, that was a pretty good British accent. What was that? That was a pretty good British accent. Who had a British accent where? I missed it. Well, I, I listened to some of your, um, the thing you were doing with the mixer. Was I doing a British accent at one point? That was a British. <laughs> I guess so. I am I half mean, British. I mean, if it wasn't British, what, so, what would it be? I don't know exactly which one you were talking about, but. Um, it, it was this one where it was like. I'm one with the force and the force. Oh, okay. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like force accent or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It sounded English to me. It sounded a little bit like something. So, yeah, it was meant to just kind of be like sort of like tribal in a way, monkish, Jedi-ish. Oh, okay. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. Yeah, I guess there was kind of almost an accent to that. So, Chiro. Um, but, yeah. So, you know, Pratt is British, so, you know. There you go. That. There you go. Yeah. Show to all the British people or half British or anything. So, <laughs> sweet. Okay. Um, I'll be honest, guys. I'm getting uh, a little bit tired now that it's getting later into the broadcast. So, we're not going to be going for too, too much longer. But I did just want to be able to, because um, I know Michelle actually dropped out because uh, her computer died. And I was really hoping to have her around for some of the conversation. But uh, again, what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of like mention it not get too too involved with it but at the same time create the invitation for people to be involved with the conversation that would be coming later related to it um so that more people can sync up with that um other than that though i just wanted to check in uh again with like ashley michael or tony if you guys want to do like a introduction version like saying some form of introduction or updates um, that you guys might want to share. Michael already talked a little bit about the article and stuff, but again, just 
passing the talking stick. Does anybody, do either of you guys want to do like any sort of formal or informal <clears throat> introduction to share your story with the shifters and what's new and exciting? no worries okay cool <clears throat> so oh did who just opened the mic was that uh, i think that was me i don't know if you're hearing or not yep Tony you know, my, system, my system's been messing up so i'm trying to oh, no wrap it up kind of quick it's gonna start skitzing out on me again but yeah, i did a um the full moon ritual last night and uh that was really awesome I, po I pasted a, a, a small suggested ritual uh, on one of the conversation chats. I think it's the uh, the group that uh, Ashley started, uh, the Listening Tree. Shout out for that one. It's a pretty cool little conversation. Um, but yeah, I went I went outside, and of course it was kind of stormy last night. But the, but that's my time of year. <laughs> you know, I love storms. Uh, even in my magic journals and my rituals and stuff like that, that's the best time for me to do spells. Uh, you know, <laughs> just during storms, I guess I like them. I don't know. It's just, it seems like uh, it resonates with me as far as that energy goes. You know, the lightning and uh, the, there is an orderly chaos to it, you know, so I think maybe I'll resonate with that or something. But yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. I really like how that one of boys said that, you know, he's like, I don't want to say on fire, but like, you know, a hardcore spiritualist, basically. I like that. I think that's cool, you know, that you can stand up and, uh, you know, be a spiritual person like that and stand in your own integrity and say, this is my life. This is how I live. If you don't like me, if you don't like spirituality, if you don't like witchcraft, then why are you talking to me? <laughs> that type of thing. But it looks like this thing's already cut out, so I'm going to have to wrap it up and keep it short. That was good, Tony. That came that came through loud and clear. So perfect. Thank you. Tony, I, I did just want to say within the introduction, we were just inviting people to add any intention that they have, uh, you know, kind of synced up with the full moon. Is there any intention that you want to put out there for for the team, for the dream? Uh, harmony. Universal, orchestral harmony, where everybody's playing their own song, but it's all part of one beautiful everybody's playing their own instrument but it's all part of like one beautiful song you know they've all got their melodies but it all comes together so harmony beautiful beautiful awesome thank you thank you tony thank you for joining very cool Thanks. one song yeah and again you know i love that i love that simple metaphor of just like all of us playing our own instruments so tune your instrument show up and be uh -huh. a part of the uh beautiful universe that we were part of so Cool, cool, awesome, guys. All right. Um, did uh, did Ashley or Michael wanted to add any of their own intentions during the full moon? Michael, go ahead. Oh, was it was this going to be an introduction? I as well. What What are you feeling? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as introduction, um, I just want to say I haven't been able to do anything uh, like this for a while because I've been in in college and um it's kind of hard i mean you do have some free time you do have some downtime but it's like uh, with with college and, and keeping everything up is it's kind of like um 
I don't have much time to like, you know, so I'll be off for a little while. So I'd be able to do things like this and, and uh, stuff like that. Um, as far as intentions, um, I'd really just like to, uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Put out some intentions in the world for the collective for people to, uh, if they could, you know, for a little while, you know, just go, you know, for, let's see, just go for a little while, you know, without harming each other. And, and, uh, and if they can do that, hopefully not being an asshole to each other either. Um, if we can do that, I think that would be, you know, I'm not saying, you know, a utopia is going to happen, but I'm just saying just get along a little bit better. You know, if we could have that, you know, in, in the world. Uh, cool, man. Cool. Awesome. I think, I think it's um, just cause again, it just kind of like synced up there, but like, the idea of you're just saying be like try not to harm each other uh harming each other and then like literally tony was just like it's just like yeah we need more harm money harmony and, and so it was just kind of like weird how like the word harmony and the word harm like they're they're in each other in a way um so it's like anything that's one thing is is the opposite of it as well it's kind of interesting sort of like polarizing aspects of the word oh that. yeah Harm, yeah, harm. I didn't think about that. No, neither did I. Like when we talk about harmony, we don't really think of the word harm within harmony. Um, but like, what does the word like harm even mean in a sense? Because it's harmonic. It's related yeah. to harmonics. It's related to like to harm something is to kind of like shift its harmonics so that it isn't necessarily in harm mode or something. Oh, it's weird, man. English language is like I swear it's sometimes it's like backwards, but that it's also because it's like forwards too it's a paradox um okay sweet so michael thank you for your full moon intention oh sure yeah I, well okay well i just wanted to add something here okay so okay. this is something you can do i don't know if anyone do, knows this or does this okay when you do something when you express joy um or even dancing say if you know it, you know I wouldn't wish this, you know, to anybody, but if somebody's sick or something, going over and, and kind of, you know, and it's going to be different for each person. They don't understand, but, and, and being, you know, overly expressing, you know, how sad you are for them. It may be how you're feeling and it may be true, but if you really wanted something that was actually going to heal actually healing for them it'd be better to just just to dance you know just it, when you express joy when you do something that expresses joy when you're singing a song or it's rapping or whatever is playing an instrument when you're expressing joy it's not necessarily that you just feel that but it's almost like it they call it the morphic field or whatever it is it it's like that goes out to people, you know, somebody could be sick somewhere, somebody could be 
having a child, somebody could um, be, you know, have a disease somewhere. It just goes out to those people. And for a brief second, they're like, they just feel, you know, this, this, this feeling of joy. And, and you might not even know the person. But when we talk about this connectedness, what this means, when we express this joy, it goes out and other people are able to feel it if they choose to feel it, um, you know, and so it, it goes out. So when I say that, you know, about, you know, I, I would like, you know, for people to not harm uh, one another and, and to, to hopefully uh, not be mean to each other either, you know, I want to send that out, you know, expressing that and sending that out um, where that travels to, you know, each person. Um, so, okay. Yeah, ripples create waves, right? Right. Fractal, fractal nature. So, very fractally. Have you heard? Has anyone heard that before, though? Yeah, yeah, different like variations, different ways, but absolutely, yeah. So it's not necessarily that you just feel it, but it goes out, and other. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, Adriano, you're you're about to head out, eh? Do you wanna do you wanna jump out now? I, I was gonna say we were literally just gonna, um, yeah, I was gonna just kind of like uh, uh, bring up the topic that we were talking a little bit about before the uh, broadcast. I wasn't sure if you wanted to like stick around with that at all, Adriano, since kind of you knew a little bit of it was. Uh, hold on, your microphone's down. I gotta pull it back up. Say again. Uh, I'm pretty tired. Um, I, I think yeah. it's, kind of a, it's a heavy subject. Um, yeah, but, that's kind of where I'm like, just kind of like, is it fair to like talk about it without being awake enough to talk about yeah, it? I think it's a subject that you might want to save when we're in like full yeah. power. And that's what we're going to just do. talk about all this joy. We're going to mention yeah. the fact that it'll be talked about later. So yeah, it won't really be too much. To, uh, to talk yeah, about, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't mind adding in if you want to say a little something. I don't mind adding my two cents in, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, word. Sweet. Um, sweet. Okay. Uh, just checking in. Was there anything else that anybody else wants to jump on the mic to share? I, I'm not sure. Uh, Ashley, was there anything you wanted to share? If you want to jump in, if not, you can just let us know in the chat. That's cool. Yeah. Can Go you ahead, hear me? Okay? Yeah, yeah. We can hear you. Welcome. Well, first of all, thank you for that shout out to Veda. She's yeah. going to love that later. Um, I love a lot of the stuff that uh, Adriano is talking about. Um, and just stepping out and being your authentic self. It's something I've definitely been working on. Um, and everything everybody else is talking about is just awesome. You guys always speak things that I think, you know, straight from my heart. So there's really not much else for me to say except for I love you guys. Awesome. Thank you, Ashley. And thank you, Veda. I love you guys. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Sure. Sweet. Okay. So, um, yeah, again, guys, uh, just kind of like touching base with you guys um, in terms of the future of the Paradigm Shift Central project, just be sure to check in on the main website. That's the best way to kind of get notifications is just kind of like bookmark the website and go to it and just kind of like be there, be present for it. 
Um, and then uh, you'll see like the schedule online and to jump in the chat and create your profile and to get involved with the teams during the week and to get creating and practice creating and hanging out on voice chat and stuff. And um, yeah, stay tuned for the schedule. Like I said, I presumably next week we'll be doing another hangout, but there may be a specific theme around it. And I'd like to get back into doing some dream classes and as well as doing a global uh, story meditation um which will be happening uh presumably next full moon opposed to this full moon so um uh, okay um Okay, guys, just going over some basic stuff, just reminding you guys that this project is made possible thanks to the monthly contributions through the Patreon. And the Patreon is a monthly micro donation where people can contribute three to five dollars a month to be able to help support the ongoing evolution of the project and the time and energy that goes into producing the uh, back end and the ongoing broadcasts and all sorts of amazing, inspiring conscious media about it. So you can check out patreon.com forward slash Brendan Carlson, add your support. And in doing so, you also get the shifter booster kit, which comes with shift buttons and free hug signs and awesome potent tools to be able to help hack the matrix and accelerate the shift where you are. So keep working towards our next monthly team milestone. Uh, we're going to be aiming for 900, which will be our next one. And stay tuned for that. Um, I'm going to put some more focus into raising the team funds because, again, the team funds are literally for everyone in the project and everything and and the more we have from that the more that we have to share so uh anybody who's able to sign up for that in the future is greatly appreciated and thank you again to the patreon supporters for being able to contribute in that form so um okay guys so um what i want to do like i we've sort of alluded to there's something that is is on the radar that is something that will be talked about in more depth in a later broadcast of paradigm shift radio but uh at this point in time it is near the end of the broadcast and things are getting uh again you know like i know for a fact that i'm tired so that's part of the reason why we just want to be able to like honor the seriousness of the topic so that it can be talked about later and so that other people can be a part of it too as well but basically, this is a topic that has been alluded to within previous broadcasts leading up to this one in different forms. And it's related to uh, it's related to scenario within the conscious community, uh, within the spiritual community. And some of you may have sort of like got wind of this story. And at this point in this broadcast, we're actually going to leave names out of it. Um, simply because we're just we're just going to do that, and then if the names are going to be mentioned, they will be mentioned in the future. But the story that has been brought to my attention not too too long ago, earlier in April, is when it first got brought to my attention, and uh, it's a very important story. And trigger warning: getting into this, this is uh, a, a cons. This is the the topic that we were talking about here, uh, is related to sexual assault. And and so sexual assault isn't just something within the spiritual community; it's something within culture. It's in something of society, and so that is why that like through being able to create dialogue about it we are also being able to create space for people to be heard for people to be able to process their own healing with the supportive community and also to be able to be inspired through people being able to share their voice especially in circumstances related to sexual assault where so many people are 
remaining silent and, and, and sometimes like remain silent out of like their own will. And so what has happened again, without actually getting into full details. uh, And again, this is something that I've kind of alluded to. Some people know what, what the full details are here, but we're just mentioning it now so that it can be brought up later. Um, down the road, and I'll just say this first, and then I'll talk about it in a second. Down the road, I actually want to do a Paradigm Shift Destiny School class, a topic specifically related to like like healing from sexual assault or like processing, alchemizing sexual assault, something about just kind of like creating a place where it can be talked about as community, talk about like what these experiences have done to people, yet also being able to like bring in more accountability within the community with the intention to help prevent these scenarios from repeating. That is like a big part of it. And again, to be able to give empowerment to those who are being able to share their voice related to this discussion. So what has actually happened within the community is that um, not too, too long ago, there was a person in the community who shared a blog post. And this blog post was about uh, an experience that they had with another person who is, and I'll just say this, and again, without using names, even though this is like very obviously pointing towards certain people, for those of you who are able to figure it out, then I think you can figure it out, but related to someone who is very prominent within the spiritual community. And someone who, again, a lot of you guys would probably like recognize, but this other person who wrote this blog post wrote up a post uh, talking about how they were raped by this person. And so this blog post is actually online. This blog post can be read. And uh, if people want to read uh, the blog post, they can go to the ghost.wordpress.com. But ghost is actually spelled G-O-H-S-T. So it's spelled not how you normally would spell ghost. It's the T-H-E-G-O-H-S-T.wordpress.com. And so again, this blog is starting to get around. It's starting to just kind of like make its way around the conscious community circles and people are starting to get word about it and people are starting to connect the dots. And again, there's a lot of different angles to this. First of all, the person who is sharing this story is a friend of mine. And so like they've kind of come to us and they're saying, you know, like, can you help get my story heard? And so like what we are being able to do is being able to create a conversation and at some point, if they want to, they can be a part of this future conversation. But again, like the big themes in this are related to, uh, again, addressing the fact that like this is something that has happened, being able to hear from like the people involved with it, being able to hear from the person who has written this blog post, and not just them, but being able to hear from anybody who perhaps has been, uh, you know, who has experienced sexual assault. And being able to like have these conversations that are, again, it's hard to say like the, the intention is coming together as community and the intention is creating that sacred space. And the intention is to, again, being able to help like prevent sexual assault from recurring as a repeated pattern. Because the only way it would recur as a repeated pattern is if we chose not to acknowledge it, if we chose not to look at it, if we chose not to bring accountability into it. So there's a lot of different discussion topics related to this, related to accountability for, uh, the, for the perpetrator and, and related to empowerment for the person who was perpetrated. And again, you know, like, I don't want to just say like victim, um, people, if they feel comfortable using that word, that's okay. But again, you know, it's like perpetrator and perpetrated. If those are kind of the best words, again, within the discussion, maybe there's better words that we can discuss as a team. So this is a very real topic. 
And again, you know, I, it's something that I feel is very close for a lot of us because I feel a lot of us, whether we know it or not, know people who have been, uh, you know, who have experienced sexual assault. And unfortunately, it is all super way too common of a thing. And especially, you know, the, the presence of it within like a spiritual community. And sometimes it can hide behind sort of like the the like the jargon and sort of like the sort of facade that become that, that can be created and put off as like spirituality you know like people get into this idea of like you know talking about like sexual healing and, and healing through sex and everything like that and again this isn't a new story people hear about these all the time of like you know spiritual gurus who would like manipulate people um and and a big part of this topic is also the topic of uh, coercion versus consent. And so the context of within this particular story, this particular circumstance is that um, the person, and again, I almost don't even want to say like gender, but yes, it is a male and a female. Um, the girl uh, in the situation, like she was like emotionally very fragile. And then the other person, uh, the male who was with them, they basically kind of like came into the space and the person was saying, you know, I just want to be alone. Please leave me alone. And the person was like, you know, well, I can continue to like be here and I can help you and I want to help you. And then again, this is me just kind of fabricating, not fabricating, but just kind of paraphrasing. Um, but again, even though my words aren't going to fully do this justice, right? But it's just kind of painting the general story from what I've heard as based on my best interpretation of like the knowledge presented to me and everything like that. And so again, it's this the basic aspect of what has happened is that um, this person said no repeatedly multiple multiple times and then the other person uh, kept asking and then eventually the person said yes but only because again they were just like so fragile and so kind of like emotionally like broken and everything like that and so sex took place and everything like that and then again it's this basic idea that um, there's this whole aspect to the story about how it's gone through police investigation yet eventually it got turned down from police investigation because the girl eventually said yes and based on like the way how legal stuff works if the girl said yes then technically it wasn't rape even though she said yes as a result of coercion so again this is like an all too common thing but again it's that idea of like coercion is not consent right so there's big conversations to be had relative to this topic as community and, and I feel that as Paradigm Shift, we have the opportunity to be able to have a conversation that can be heard by others, that can invite others to be a part of it, and that in a way will make a difference. It will be heard. It will make a difference. It will ripple out into the community with, again, the intention being to help prevent these circumstances from repeating themselves by bringing more accountability into place and everything and and again you know like there's this whole conversation about like forgiveness and how forgiveness plays and there's a conversation about the perpetrated going through their own healing there is about you know the lessons that we are learning as a community um and and you know like as much as some people might not want to hear it there's even like the voice of like the perpetrated and, and the perpetrator and what if if it goes to this like what their perception of this is which again can be a very sort of polarizing thing and that's where something where i'm asking the community to sort of like assist in helping create this sacred space for these discussions if it goes to that at this point bringing the perpetrator in would not be my first plan i would not plan to do that um i have talked to them kind of on the side a little bit 
And, and again, like it's a very complicated situation. And, and for me, I want to do my best to be able to like support my friend. And, and, and that's a very like important thing to do. And again, it's, it's, it's challenging because like you want to be able to like see the whole story and yet you're not picking sides and yet you're trying to create an outcome where down the road, everyone continues to move forward yet with there still being an aspect of accountability an account of responsibility. Um, so it's it's a very complex scenario. It's a very real scenario. It's a microcosm of a macro. And by talking about one scenario, we're, we are in many ways talking about lots of other scenarios. So again, for those of you who've been tuned into Paradigm Shift, you know that talking about like the stuff in the in, in the gray, in the black, in the shadow is something that is important it's something we've talked about before because again it's it's like that's what the light guardian will do they will shine the light on like those dark parts where other people don't even want to look at and yet in doing so that's where you kind of like see the parts of yourself that need to be worked on that need to be healed that need to be grown patterns that need to get you know upgraded or replaced or you know just entirely reconstructed and everything so yeah there's a lot to that conversation so again what we're going to be doing down the road as for the exact date, I can't say when, but I want to be able to have like a specific broadcast about like, you know, like community healing related to sexual assault. And so if people who are listening to this are just like, okay, that's either something that I want to talk about, or maybe a friend of mine might want to be a part of that. Just keep you guys, keep your ears open. Cause I want you guys to be a part of that. And again, you know, like, it's a it's a meaningful topic to me. It, it really is, and and for a lot of us, it's a topic that is very close to home, unfortunately. Um, and, and and again, you know, I want to be able to help as a community look at the ways of, especially as a person who has been perpetrated, of how we as community can be able to like help create paths paths or their healing, you know, it's always going to be different, but it's possible. It's absolutely possible. And um, again, you know, the girl for her speaking out and for her sharing her voice, I know is very inspiring for other people who have also, you know, been perpetrated through sexual assault as well, male and female as well. So, so again, guys, um, stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll be doing a future broadcast about that. It would presumably be through destiny school and uh, if you're interested in being a voice in that conversation, let us know. And uh, in the meantime, I would just encourage you to check out that blog post. And again, the ghost, G-O-H-S-T dot wordpress.com. Read it. Think for yourself. Just get the information in front of you. And that way, we'll, more of us will be on the same page. And if you do have any other questions, you're welcome to ask me in general. Um, so again, at this point in the hangout, we only got a few of us left in the hangout. We're going to be wrapping up soon enough, but I just wanted to pass the talk to stick around to you, anybody here. Uh, Adriano, did you want to, or Tony, I think, or who's, yeah, who I wants to. I just wanted to say something real quick Tony, before my connection goes off. Okay, I'm Tony, technical go difficulties. Uh, I have been a victim of it. Uh, nobody, not very many people knows about it. And it's, uh, it's uh, something I don't really bring up a whole lot, but I have been a victim of, uh, sexual assault. And at times I, uh, blamed myself. Don't ever do that. It's never, ever, 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 ever your fault. Ever. I don't care how you dress. 
I don't care how you're acting. I don't care how much uh, alcohol you've had in you, if you've had any. It's never your fault. The person who's uh, committing the act, they have the choice to stop whether they want to. That's the person who's in who is actually to blame. That's all. Tony, thank you for for sharing that with us. And um, yeah, again, you know, like it's it's like I think that's the thing is like once the conversation is like once that circle is created. I think, you know, a lot of us will kind of like come together and we'll just be like, holy crap, you know, like this is so like it's been there all along and we just haven't sort of like lifted up the carpet to see it kind of thing, Um, which is, you know, again, it's just been shoved shoved under the rug culture wise. Michael, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say um, uh, I have as well. Uh, uh, Can you hear me all right? Yeah, go go ahead, Michael. Oh, okay. Did you catch that? Oh, okay. Yeah, we heard. Yeah, that. I mean, I mean, I I I have as well. Um, with my situation, uh, it's interesting because there's kind of a a, a spiritual aspect where uh, something I don't know what it was. Now I, I still did. So, I mean, it was nearly, I mean, I mean, I, I about nearly experienced, I guess, you know, what, what that was like, but somehow there was something around me. I don't know what it was. I don't know what some people would say angels or whatever, whatever it was that at least, um, for that situation, the way it happened, it didn't, it didn't scar me. I still, I still, you know, uh, went through some healing, you know, and stuff after that, but it didn't scar me. And then I went and saw a shaman lady years, years and years later. Cause I was just like, you know, I don't want this, whatever this is, you know, hanging around me. And that's one of the things is, you know, you don't ever want to blame yourself um, for something like that. And it's, and, and, and it makes you certainly want to point fingers and say, this person is, you know, evil or, or, or whatever. And sometimes you got to look at it as like, you know, maybe, you know, each person, you know, maybe was created um uh, you know with high potential to do beautiful things but sometimes you know they may just have gotten lost or something but i think it's really good that you uh that you brought this up it's interesting that you picked a a scorpio full moon uh to do this because it, it it's it's weird kind of with the science scorpio is they like to look you know it, it's like looking at the things that it's not necessarily that nobody wants to look at, but it's just looking at things that are in the dark, you know, things that are uncovered, things that are, I guess, you know, uh, you know, in the shadows and by you talking about this, by you, um, bringing this up, I mean, it gives people hope, but it's also, kind of like 
each one of those people that have experienced something like that, it's like they have a, a crowd of ravens, you know, now su surrounding them. So next time somebody comes out doing something like that, it's like, oh, wow, you know, we've got, you know, so-and-so, not only have they been through this, but it's like, we're this together kind of thing. So that was just kind of a weird vision I had of, of a raven, but yeah. So I think that um, it's, you know, some, sometimes it, it, it can be difficult to talk about certain things like that. And it'd be, and, and it, it'd be great to live in a utopia and it'd be great to, for everybody to be in harmony and get along in, in certain things and not have things like this happen. But if they do happen, it's just kind of like, you know, shining a light on it and, um, and talking about it and talking about it as much as you can. So it's like, um, it can be prevented, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of what I say. Yeah. Michael, thank you. Thank you as well for, for sharing uh, what you mentioned in the beginning there and just everything else after that as well. So, Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, exactly. Right. Like just talking about it, it, it kind of, it, it allows us to sort of, uh, I know, again, in some cases, for those who've been perpetrated, they can feel very isolated. And, and, and it allows people who may be feeling isolated to feel less isolated, when they, uh, again, simply are able to hear other people openly talking about their experiences, it, it, it by uh, osmosis gives them permission to talk about their experiences. And I think it's naturally through talking about these experiences that we're able to see them, that we're able to heal them, that we're able to process them, and that we're able to move through them and beyond them and to not have them as this thing that just constantly continues to pull us down. Um, you know, I, I think... It, 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 I've believe me, I've had plenty of time to think about this, you know, like why, like why, you know, cause again, if we're, if we're really stepping back here and again, we'll have to save customers conversation more for another time. But if we're really stepping back here, even to what we were talking about earlier, be like, okay, like the soul like chooses to be here and everything like that. Like would a soul like choose to be perpetrated through sexual assault? Would it choose this, you know? And if so, like, why would it choose this? Right? Like, why would it choose like such pain and such suffering? Um, this isn't a be all end all answer. But again, what can often happen is that sometimes a soul can like choose to have this experience so that their story can actually be a beacon for others to be able to help them through their own similarities of that experience. So you know, if someone such as like this goes through an experience of, of being raped, can come out and can share their story and can have like an inspirational uh, message behind it and everything like that, then that can be very powerful for, for other people to hear. And, um, and, and sometimes like that, if you're looking for a purpose as to why, like sometimes it's because like your story is bigger than your own, your story as to like why you experience as a soul who is raped is so that you can reach, you know, like 10, 15, 50, a hundred other people who, who, who are also um, seeking that sense of hope through their own darkness. And sometimes your story can be that light. Sometimes your story can be that beacon of hope. It's very complicated, I know. And, and, and um, again, it's just something that I just want to be able to have a conversation with, with uh, as a community. 
So uh, I did just want to say is that my friend who is actually tuned in and listening to this broadcast. So again, like this is everything that's happening is like with their knowledge and with their, you know, like permission as well. Um, including like the not giving the names just yet. The names will come out eventually. Uh, they have kind of come out, but there will be more next time we do this. Presumably it will be mentioned. But um, they just wanted to say uh, thank you to Michael and Tony for sharing your guys' stories. So like they they heard you. So even just right now, you know, they're just like, just like thank you, like thank you for sharing that. You know, and and especially they said. Um, uh, Tony was just saying in reference to what you were saying, they said, it's never the victim's fault. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I think that like, again, right. Like that's like a huge, huge sort of like processing part of, of like what it happens to a person who has experiences that of, of just like going through the process of like understanding that it wasn't their fault. Um, Cause it's so easy to sort of be like brought into that again. Uh, what my place is on all this talking about it, um, have I been sexually assaulted in my lifetime? No, I have not. Have I had loved ones who have been sexually assaulted in my lifetime? Yes, I have. So like, I, I personally have the experience of like, when this person came to me, you know, I saw it as an echo of someone who I love dearly as well. Right. So it's just like, okay, like, you know, like if this person's coming, like I want to be able to help them as if they were like my beloved in in that sense, you know, because, because it's equally valid. And so again, you know, like I, I, I've meditated long and hard about like how this can sort of happen uh, in terms of like how this conversation can kind of be brought into the community and how this story in particular can also be used to help bring um, more attention to this topic. Not that we're like trying to get it into attention, but at the same time, um, that's part of the conversation. Does does the bigger community have the right to know that this happens? A lot of people say yes. A lot of people say absolutely yes. Um, so again, you know, there's there's more to this conversation. It's it's just bigger than what what we have to talk about right now. But again, what I wanted to do right now is just kind of create a little bit of a container for it an intentional container which is what we'll be doing a little bit more in the future as well and and just um yeah as we said this this has kind of been referred uh, alluded to in previous broadcasts like leading up to this so um uh, for those of you who are intrigued or interested or you know just like wanting to be a part of this conversation then yes thank you for for helping us hold space together um just want to pass the mic talking and stick around guys. We'll, we'll just kind of like wrap up on this topic, uh, knowing that we'll talk more about it later and then we'll get close to the end of the broadcast and then we'll be wrapping it up pretty soon. Um, did anybody else want to say anything? Uh, Adriano pass over to you. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Is my mic level. Okay. Okay. You're good. Check, check. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not too well versed on this subject. I, I do have a loved one very close to me that, that did get assaulted growing up. Um, they're still working on uncovering that and dealing with it. Um, I did date a girl who, um, who was very into rough things is the best way I could put it. She, she liked it really rough and to the point where it was scary for me. Like it was, you know, she's asking me to do things that I'm uncomfortable with. And that was very peculiar and odd. And uh, I think it's important that we talk about sexuality in the spiritual community. I think we shy away from it a lot. I feel like it's a place that we don't really travel or journey together. Um, there's some really beautiful things. I mean, there's the tantric practices and there, there is sacred sexuality, 
And uh, I think the more we talk about it, the better it's going to be for all of us and the more healing it'll be for all of us. Um, now I'm thinking about this scenario that played out and um, I like the fact that Brendan, you're, you're kind of talking about the, the perpetrator side as well, because, you know, that person has a lot of healing to do themselves too. Like what, what brought to this person to this place to be so lonely, to be so desperate, to take something from somebody else, you know, to take somebody's energy. And, uh, you know, I could say that I've been there. I've never acted out upon it. I've always had my morals and like, I've always had that, that skill set, that mindset to, to not go there and to not take advantage of somebody that's vulnerable. But I've been, you know, I've been pretty damn close into those scenarios, you know, like I've been really lonely as a man and I've met women who are vulnerable and that I felt like if I was persistent enough that I, I could get what I wanted, you know what I mean? Like I've been there. And, you know, thank God, whatever higher power teachings that I'm blessed with has stopped me from from hurting somebody, you know, from hurting a friend, from hurting somebody that I love and taking something from them that belongs to them. It's, it's not rightfully mine, you know. And uh, thank God, that, you know, it's just it's it's very complicated I and mean, it's very difficult. And uh, I, I could I understand both viewpoints. I could see both viewpoints. I could see being a young desperate young man and being in the spiritual circles and, and having a gift as a healer how you can change those power you know you could use those powers you can manipulate people and it's very sad because it happens and um like i said earlier I've, I've heard it happen within my own spiritual community here at home and uh, i've heard popular stories about it and uh i think it does need to be addressed and uh how we address a perpetrator is very very key too because you know, the way the American prison system works, it's like, man, I don't want one of my brothers who's a light worker who just fucked up, who slipped up to go to prison. I would never wish that upon anybody, man, because that's like treating somebody like an animal. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's going to help him heal or evolve or change. Um, you know, but this whole thing about repercussions and accountability, you know, he's probably suffering a lot, too. He's probably hurting really bad. And how could he approach people? How is he going to be able to tell his side of the story? you know, how is he going to ask for forgiveness? You know, how does he evolve and change and become a better person from it? You know, that's, those are really deep, complicated questions. And most people don't want to even give them a time of day, you know, they just say you made a mistake and, and go right along. Um, So it's, yeah. it's complicated on both ends. Uh, but, you know, I definitely feel for the victim. I, 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 I want to say that, you know, I, I've been a victim of other things, you know, and being a victim is, incredibly difficult man it's you know there's so much fear and grief to work through and you know you feel like an idiot you feel like you made mistakes you don't feel strong anymore somebody took your power from you I mean there's so many emotions that they have to grieve and move through and uh hopefully at the end of the day we can we can all heal from it man I mean because I, I believe in human dignity and I believe in humanity and we, we need a better way of reprimanding people we need a better way of helping one another when we make mistakes and not belittling each other so much, you know, it's easy to just yeah. write that person off. You know, he just, that's a, that's a guy who, who just, you know, he followed his base instinct. He followed his base urges and it's easy to just write him off, but man, he needs a lot of healing too. They both do, you know, and uh, it's complicated, yeah. man. But I, as long as we're talking about it, we can find solutions, man, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, man. Um, I'll just say something real quick. And then uh, Michael, I'll pass it to you in a second. But, but yeah, again, right, like that is like the the challenging part of it. Um, you know, especially as like someone who's kind of like, 
like facilitating and, and and i think like kind of like the the natural way of facilitating um is like kind of like that community facilitation and and i think back to like uh you know i swear it was just a picture on the internet of like a tribe in some other part of the world africa or something like that and when like people screwed up in the tribe they would actually like get the entire community together around them and they would like circle around them and they would like talk to them or something like that you know opposed to just like like you said just like ousting them or whatever because because again yeah like with this with this scenario with other scenarios um again you know like kind of what i want to be able to do is like explore what is the route that can be taken that's the best for everyone what is the one where like everyone learns grows and heals and evolves and stuff like that opposed to saying that this needs to be a a one person versus another person type thing um because i think as soon as you start getting into the versus aspect then you're instantly trying to like look for polarities and stuff and and the fact is that like their stories may not totally line up but both may still be valid from their point of view and even if they're not totally factual they may actually still be valid based on how they saw things at the time which i know is like a little bit confusing and stuff right um but yeah like i'm i'm curious to just be able to like look at like the dynamics from a spiritual perspective of what you're saying, Adriana, of what like the perpetrator is actually going through as well. Like why, okay, we were just saying, you know, like why would a soul come into this human body choosing to like be raped? Like what, what would it get out of that? What would a soul choose to come in as a rapist? Like what, why, like, why would they, why would they like choose that and stuff? Right. So, I mean, like, obviously you can just kind of like say like some of them are just like, like they're just crazy and they're just like out for you know like power and domination and everything like that and i think there's there's an aspect of that um but uh yeah like you know is this there's this whole story of like sort of like dropping into uh, a depth of our chaos yet still being able to like seek our own redemption seek our sort of like way of like restructuring ourselves. um is you know if we made a mistake five years ago does that mean we're a horrible person for the rest of our life right so again it's it's, it's kind of like this thing where like you, you you want to be able to hold people into accountability you want to be able to create a space for forgiveness but the even the concept of forgiveness is not something that can just be like given away because if it's if it's given away too quick if it's given away too easily then you run the risk of the lesson repeating itself because that means that like, you know, the person's like, Oh, well I got away with it. And that means I could probably do it again and and I'll just get forgiven again stuff too. So we see that sometimes in not just spiritual communities, but in other communities, you know, someone will do something bad, they get forgiven and then they repeat it. Right. And then, so it's like forgiveness isn't being used uh, in conjunction with accountability in the same way. So, I mean, forgiveness is something that must be earned. Um, and so uh, e- even uh, Adriana, what you were saying, I think that was very brave of you to, to bring that up. And it's something that's important for all of us to look at is the idea of like, you know, um, there is a quote unquote darkness inside all of us, uh, whether or not we truly want to admit it or not, it appears to be there. And again, it's one of those things where like, it's not about learning to live without your demons. It's about learning to rise above them, learning to live above them. So again, you know, it's, it's weird because like, 
I think all of us can notice it in, in, in us. There's like a part of us that will like want to like kill and destroy and, 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 and just like rip things apart and, and, and like control and things like that. It, there seems to be a part of that in all of us. And, and sometimes in some people, it kind of like comes through in different ways. And, and I think it really is like this, like this, this aspect of the universe that is actually like still equally as real as like the part of us that wants to care and the part of us that wants to nurture and the part of us that wants to like heal and envision and create. So again, you know, it's about learning your shadow and it's about being able to like see the lessons in, in being able to like, develop the willpower to rise above these scenarios. Um, but at the same time, acknowledging that like, you know, the shadow that is inside the perpetrator is in some ways like a shadow that is inside of us is inside of all of us as well. Um, but in their situation, you know, like it came through them in a different way, it acted out on them in a different way. Um, but again, like being very careful with the language, because you don't want to just say like, oh, it wasn't their fault. It was just their shadow or something like that. Like, no, like we have to be fully accountable for what it is that we do. We have to be fully responsible for saying that, like, yes, I did this and it sucks and it sucks that I did this and it sucks that it like freaking, like you said, took something away from someone and, and it destroyed them and everything like that. Um, given the chance, like if I was totally being like a warrior shaman healer, I would want to be able to like sit down with like both people on each side of the coin and being able to like really listen and stuff like that with a grain of salt too. Cause I think um, it can't be even in this situation. Like I found myself, like when I was talking to the perpetrator, their language even still seemed like very kind of like not fully grounded like they still seemed like they were like hiding behind kind of like spiritual jargon in a way and it was just like dude just be real with me for a second like you don't have to like get like all like sort of like airy fairy on me just like just talk to me for a second right um and they still kind of like felt like there was kind of like this distance and stuff um again this will all make more sense later on and everything and it's still just something i'm processing but my intention again it's not trying to like it's trying to be like yeah, it's complicated, right? Because like, I want to be able to like, honor the relationship that I have with like the girl who came to me. Yet at the same time, this isn't just about like, attacking the perpetrator. This isn't about ruining the perpetrator's life. This is about like, addressing the issue as community, helping prevent the patterns from repeating itself, helping create a space to facilitate healing that can echo into a bigger scenario that we need. Um, so yeah, Adriano was just kind of saying in the chat, uh, mediator middle ground needs a lot of balance. And again, you know, like with this, with this topic, it may not necessarily be like, oh, the perpetrator needs to talk with the perpetrated. Asking that to take place is not something that needs to happen. Maybe it can happen later, but it doesn't need to happen now. Cause again, there's even again, we're just looking, there is still so much anger and so much energy like still like built up through the memories and the emotion of this um that again it's it's just a very dangerous thing to kind of like get those two in front of each other uh this situation or another situation but at this point you know my my focus would be on like working you know holding space with the perpetrated with my friend who came to me and then if down the road if the perpetrator is someone who 
we can talk to directly and stuff like that or or however it happens whether it's recorded or not because that's the thing not all of this ongoing story will be recorded a lot of it's just kind of happening through day-to-day single messages and stuff like that um but again uh yeah it's it's an ongoing story and um my intentions is that in some ways by this trickling out there that the person the perpetrator who is uh, involved with this story um, I would like to be able to create like this slight invitation for them to be able to openly talk about this through their own channels rather than it having to be like something where it's like we're like talking behind their back and and trying to like make this big scene or something like that right like um, I would love for them to be able to be like full disclosure like here's what happens kind of thing um, in a way that's grounded and not in a way that's kind of like hiding behind uh you know even more bullshit that kind of like created this mess in the first place kind of thing so um yeah again guys thank you so much for listening i know it's a complicated topic um we'll talk about it just a little bit more and then we'll uh, save it more for future broadcasts uh as well does anybody else have anything that they want to talk about uh just related to this conversation in the moment um hey, i just um... Adrian, I'll go ahead yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brendan, I just want to say, you know, as 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 who you are, man, as like this this journalist, man, you know, you're you're trying to find this middle ground, and I respect you so much for it, man. And um, what you're doing is important, and um, I'm happy to return to this conversation later on. I think the community will be empowered through, you know, if we if we get to hear the story truly. I mean, if the truth comes to light and we get to hear what happened, or even just talking about these issues is going to help all of us, man. And um, I just, I think it's important that we share both sides because so, so many times we just hear the victim side and with all due respect, of course, a victim deserves every right to share exactly what happened to them. But it's also very, very important how we treat the perpetrator as well, man, because we just, the way Americans, in my country, the way we treat people who make mistakes is so horrible, man. We just, you know, it, it's like an instant outcast from society. So I mean, we need to, in the spiritual community, we need to learn how to take care of each other when we slip up and we screw up bad. We need to know how to how to teach each other and how to raise each oh, other. I up heard still. you, Tony, but you might want to say that again. Yeah. Oh, Tony's kind of okay, Adriano. Thank you, and and yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. Like that's what we're learning, right? Like this in this scenario isn't just related to them. Now that it's kind of like a bigger thing, because through him is kind of like a portal and stuff like that so yeah like you're right this is teaching us this is giving us an example to learn how we can heal like this so that when it does happen again you know we'll have like more of a context for it and stuff like that tony on that note i'm gonna check out man man. i I love you guys man so much and it's such a blessing brother thank you have a good one adriana see you brother i say that one again tony awesome thanks adrian take care man tony go ahead i'm gonna pull your mic up right now go ahead brother oh okay well it's just what i was saying in the chat that um you know as a victim uh you know it i mean who haven't gone through it to say well you know you gotta from the perpetrator's point of view saying the same thing you you have to look at it from the perpetrator in my particular instance it was a relative you know that anything it would have wrecked that person's life uh which i mean i'm pretty sure it was like some drugs that was involved with it and it was out of character for this guy you know so uh 
I've since I think you've used the word forgiveness. I don't I don't I don't think that's the word I would use. I would say that I not even accepted it. I addressed it and then let it go. You know, I, I, I looked at it, I examined it, I made sure, you know, like I said, it's not my fault. I wasn't to blame. It was a situation that he was in that he was out of character, a one-time thing that would have ruined his life. So, yeah, you got to think about stuff like that, too. Yeah, 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 and exactly like yeah. this. It's more more kind of linked into that. Two, two, two right now. Michael Pratt, go ahead. I was going to say, I think it depends. Thank you, Tony. You know, like, can you hear me all right? Yeah, you're good. I was going to say, I think, I think it depends. If we, if we look at the polarity, um, if we just look at like the law of polarity, there's different extremes, right? There's, there's a difference between like pool water and Titanic water. Uh, there's a difference between, you know, fire and, and, and lava in, in the sense that we can feel and we can tell the difference. So I think depending on the degree that it was, then because we can't, we can't condone, you know, something like that, um, that, that happened. So as, as far as accountability, I think there's, there definitely should be accountability. Um, you can look you, like a lawyer, you know, uh, you know, will usually hear it, it's hard for them. You know, I think they usually have this kind of rule where they just don't let any emotions get involved. They just hear the, uh, but that's, you know, that's just kind of what lawyers do is they just hear both sides of the story and they need to hear it so they can tell, you know, what really happened here and how can this person, what's going to be, um, I guess, true justice or what, what's going to be um, the best way to kind of handle uh, the situation. So I don't look at it as, you know, it, you know, it's about ruin and, you know, the, the perpetrator or, uh, you know, or, but at the same time, I think they should be held accountable for their actions and, and have some sort of consequence um, because, I mean, say something like that, but when we look at the degree of polarity, I mean, there's some people that you could say, you know, maybe they just got a little bit off the path and, and maybe they just, they could use, you know, some help. But there may be some people that just got so lost, so so far off the path that they don't want to be helped and they want to continue doing what they're doing. And I think for those people, um, I, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to just say F them, but, you know, it's just like uh, if they're too far gone and, and they don't want to... Uh, try to resolve things or make things better or or they like that type of thing um then i think you know you just got to kind of uh uh put a put up a boundary or and and uh kind of 
I don't know if you say separate yourself from that person, but, but, um, you know, get that person out of your bubble, you know, kind of thing, because, um, you know, I, I mean, it just depends. I mean, the, the degree of, of, you know, what it is. So when we look at polarity, I think we can kind of make some discernment, you know, with that. So that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, Michael. Um, Tony, was your mic opening up again? Yeah. Tony, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just want Michael. I just want to comment on what Michael was saying. It's like, yeah, it also it's not as much. It's also it's not just degree. I don't want to uh, put water that down any because that's absolutely true and as well said. But it's also how they feel about it. How are they acting afterwards? You know, what is their attitude toward it? Are they acting like they feel bad? Are they acting like they learned anything? You know, uh, if, if they perpetrated a, a vicious act, then it remains vicious until they learned a lesson from it. Mm -hmm. You know, but anybody, just like Brother Glenn here said, there's nothing anyone can do to make themselves unworthy of love. And that is absolutely true. That's beautiful said, beautifully said. But yeah, it, at some point you got to look at somebody, and sometimes you know they just need the shit slapped out of them. I'm sorry, but yeah, because what you did I, I was mean, wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I mean, I'm, at I'm, least I'm not, feel, I'm not trying to to just feel you for know. it to open your heart again. You go ahead, Tony. Chakra, if you can't. You know, if you break it, if you shut it down and say, oh, well, it wasn't my fault, whatever, you know, <laughs> you need to face up to it as far as the perpetrator goes, you know. So I think that's important as well. So with the relatives that I was talking about, yeah, uh, he eventually faced up to it uh, in a matter of speaking. He didn't come out about it or anything, but he knows what he did. He knows that I remember him doing it and – uh I wish you a happy birthday this year. That's very powerful. Um, Tony, like, do you, just, yeah, like, do you, like, I, again, like, this is like kind of like topic, just kind of like hitting upon stuff that we can talk about later. But um, obviously, like, kind of like going through something like that, it's going to be like a wave of emotions. But like now with what you've processed through and where you are now at this point in your life, considering that this person's family member as well, can you say like with like a open heart that you like still love this person that you love them in a way? And, yeah. and I'm just curious. Yeah, no, like, not even a hesitation. Yeah. 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 Like, I love him. Yep. And and that's okay. Like you're you're comfortable saying that like despite the past yeah. and everything like that. Well, like I said, it was out of character for him. You know, it wasn't like something he did like for a living. You know, he it was something he he was he come home late one night i think he was on drugs uh and it happened you know we just happened to be down there at the time and it just happened hmm. but uh you know he's a good person hmm. and i know he's got a good heart he's raised a beautiful family so uh, yeah. yeah journey on journey well you know yeah that's interesting um again yeah like i think it's just 
it's so dynamic. It's so complex in a lot of ways. But Tony, thank you for sharing your your story. But it takes time. Don't get me wrong. It takes it, time. It wasn't yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it took about 10 years, five or 10 years. Absolutely. After yeah. I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it was blocked out. Mm -hmm. Tony, is there anything yeah. else you want to say? No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Um, just want to give a shout out. Uh, Glenn recently joined. So, aloha, Glenn. Uh, Glenn, uh, I'm not sure if you heard us tuned in earlier. We're getting close to wrapping up the broadcast soon. Um, was there anything you wanted to say related to this discussion topic, Glenn? If so, uh, let me just double check your mic and go yeah. ahead, Glenn. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, well, uh, I didn't really, what I understand is that there was some sort of a uh, sexual predatory issue and we're more talking about uh, how to treat the predator than how to uh, help the uh, victim. Am I kind of right there? Is that? Where? We're we're talking pretty much about all of it, but yeah, we we like we are also getting into the idea of just like looking at like what does it mean to in some ways this like can the predator be healed or whatever you know, but no no def definitely focus on like the victim as well too, not one I, I, one over the other. So I was watching this and uh, when I realized it was live, I, I uh, tuned in, but uh, I missed part in the middle while I was switching over. Uh, but I, I would like to say something from the point of view of actually having been a perpetrator, not like a any kind of sexual predatory, anything like that. But um, <clears throat> I, I was a robber. Uh, yeah, robbery is like uh, in the United States, I mean, like the legal definition of taking property through the use of force or fear or threats of violence, basically. I never had a loaded weapon, but it, I had a wep I had what looked like a weapon. And so what I did was I, I would go in and I would take control of a place and I would take all of the money from the corporation that ran it and I Sometimes I would tip the person that gave it to me. And I, I really felt like I was this delightful young revolutionary and that I was fighting, you know, the man, you know, taking down all of these corporate fast food chains. And I, I, I was a crime wave. Uh, that's what the, uh, the police described my activity as to me when we were talking about it. Uh, as uh, as the criminal talking to the police, and you know, I at, the way that I came to be uh, this criminal is that I mistakenly made some logic errors. I mean, it really was exactly like that. I wasn't being bad or being evil. I had rationally come to the decision 
that this seemed like it was an appropriate thing for me to do in that context at that time. But I totally, you know, I saw the me doing it to the corporation, but I didn't see the people that it went through. You know, the person I pointed that gun at, you know, I terrified them. It, it, I mean, it's not rape, but it's a similar thing to take away someone's confidence that they're in the world, a loving world that, that they can thrive in and be supported by. It's in that respect, it's evil. So what I'm trying to say is that it is possible to do evil without intending evil by it. You know, there's no question that what I did was evil, but I didn't intend it from an evil point of view. And I didn't have evil intent when I did it. Uh, I know that seems like just a real minor thing, but it went a long way to allowing me to understand that I'm not evil. My, like Glenn, Glenn isn't an evil man. Glenn did an evil thing. And, you know, I, I had a lot of friends that just turned their back on me when I got arrested. They're like, oh, wow, Glenn, basically, I guess Glenn's just been lying to me all, all along. He's just a fucking criminal or whatever. Uh, well, you know, it wasn't all along. It was a very brief kind of crime spree, but it was in the 40s. I did more than 40 robberies. I committed more than 40 armed robberies. I only got convicted of three of them, and I only did 16 months and 10 days. I mean, I suck as far as how bad I was and how little I had to pay back for it. And you know, I've always been very, very, very conscious of just, you know, you ever want to see white privilege? You watch a white man and a black man go up, up against a judge for the same thing. It could be like identical. And it doesn't matter if the judge is black. It doesn't matter if even if the jury is black. You know, everyone thinks that black people are more criminal than white people or that they need more punishment. In some way, I mean, we have such a pervasive system of racism that it it goes all the way all the way through all of all of the races are racist i mean it's not just whites it's not just uh people that have privilege uh even the unprivileged races and the what used to be called the minority whites are the minority you want to call somebody a minority call the whites a minority because you know there's more more non-whites than there are whites so if you want to call white I don't believe in race at all, but, but what I'm trying to say, I can, I'm way off my point. What I'm saying is that uh, I could have been lost. I could have been like just, you know, no good to society ever again in life. I mean, there was that potential. At that point, you send someone to prison, you're basically sending them to like a, a field of, 
a facility of higher education to learn criminal skills and criminal attitudes and uh, to be indoctrinated in ways of feeling like criminals are us and everyone else is them. And, you know, prisons are not good for criminals, but they're not good for anyone else either. The only thing that a prison, and even actually in California, it's the law, they've, they've legally recognized that prisons are not for rehabilitating people and returning them to society in a better shape. Prisons are for warehousing people as punishment. So they're away from society. Their society is safe. The people are in a warehouse. They, when they come out, they're just however they are. Uh, and that's actually, there's a law that was passed, uh, well, more than 30 years ago. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an old law. It's not anything new at all. But legally, prisons are just warehouses. We don't use them for any kind of positive change at all. And so uh, if, I guess what I'm winding up, I went all the way around the barn to pick the flower right by the barn door. What I'm saying is that we can't fix someone who's a criminal by locking them away. All that does is give them like some time to think a lot of time to do a lot of thinking, but you could think about whatever. The, the only way a criminal is going to heal is if he's inspired uh, by, well, like for me, what happened is my friends turned their back on me. My family came around me. Uh, I got the maximum amount of visits I could possibly ha have had, maybe, maybe short one visit out of my entire time. Of that I could have had of the maximum they would allow. But, you know, my family did everything they could to be supportive. My mother sent me books. She didn't, you can't send books from outside. You have to order them from a publishing company. So even though I own the book and she could just go and get it off the shelf, she had to go and buy it for me and have it sent to me from a publishing company so that I could have it inside. Uh, all of the support and all of the love of my family is the only thing that changed me to be totally aware that the criminal acts that I did are uh, lame and fucked and stupid and et cetera, et cetera, endless, et cetera. Uh, and that the only positive way to help yourself is to help everybody in the whole world because it's that thing I talked about at the last thing whatever you're doing times a million because there's a million other people doing it if you're robbing pioneer chicken uh, then don't expect to go buy chicken anywhere without somebody coming in and robbing the place you know you get what you put into the world I mean that's literally true it's not just some philosophical thing and uh, you know I don't agree with a lot of religious and and, uh, and spiritual uh, beliefs that a lot of people have. You know, I, I I believe real hard in what I can see, and and I kind of trust in what I can feel. I kind of hope for what I can feel. But you know, I I don't have any kind of faith based. 
things. What I'm talking about is stuff I learned from, I mean, empirical testing. Uh, it's wrong. It's You think you're a revolutionary to commit crimes and somebody else in between you and them gets the pain of like, oh, a guy came in and pointed a gun at me. It's like, you know, that can fucking melt someone's soul. And it, and it lasts, who knows how, it, how long it lasted, but, you know, at, at least more than 50 people I did that to, you know. That's like as many as all of the people I'm related to that I'm on a first name basis with. I mean, it, it's, it's absolutely a fucked situation for someone as aware and intelligent as me. But I was not ever going to heal from it. I was not ever going to become worthwhile for anything without that love. And so I'm saying the only way you're going to change someone who's bad is to love them out of it. You're not going to, you know... You can beat someone until they're bloody stripes with some strips of skin hanging between it. And they will still hate you. And they'll never change the evil that they could do because you hurt them. You can put someone in jail for half of their life and it'll never change them to be good unless you give them some kind of tools for understanding themselves. And I don't know this guy that's involved in this situation, but my recommendation from what I understand is that you find the biggest reservoir of love that you have available and flood him completely with it. And Don't even talk about the problem. He knows you're there about the issue. You don't even need to approach it. What he needs is, is to be loved at hard enough that he knows he's in a space where he can communicate or he probably can't communicate because what he did feels a lot more wrong than what I did. And I have a hard time coming out to people about my feelings about it. I often tell strangers that I'm a felon and that I've uh, done time in prison just to give them a context and to uh, let them know that not everybody who's a criminal is still a fucking asshole. Although I'll tell you, there sure are a lot. The recidivism, the recidivism rate is something up about, it's way above 90%. It's almost 100% of that someone's going to be a criminal and or do a crime. Not even necessarily just someone got caught and went to prison, they'll come back to prison. But it's also true with those uncaught crimes. The person that does a crime is likely to do another crime. If you don't want to have crime, you don't want to have victims, you don't want to have the women in your circle victimized, you have to be proactive 
ahead of time enough so no one can get into this headspace of that I'm sure at some point somewhere in his head he thought that what he did was something to do and obviously that being wrong he needed to have more upfront awareness he's not going to get that from being hated I got I'm pretty much as talked out as I can I'm completely mm -hmm. exhausted with this move and uh I know everybody's like two hours ahead of me, so we're <laughs> tired. So uh, I'm just going to stop. I think you get my drift. Thank you, Glenn. No, I, I appreciate you sharing that. I'm just going to pull your microphone down real quick. Yeah, no, I, Glenn, thank you for, for holding the talking stick there for a while. I'm glad you got to make it in during the end of the broadcast here just in time. So, and yeah, and, and, and even just sharing your own personal story about like, again, you know, being someone who's been on the side of what it is to be a perpetrator or what it is. I, I think what you said is kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like, can a person do evil things at one point in their life and still be a good person, you know? And, and that's the discussion. Cause yeah, it seems like, like sometimes, you know, evil isn't just something we are, but evil is like almost like a thing that like comes through us. You know, like, it, it, and this is where you get into this idea of, you know, if Eddie Grace were here, he would probably talk to us a bit about this. And I'll just kind of like briefly put this out there because it's kind of related, but but in some ways, even like a separate thing. But it's about the concept of archons. And, and there's different ways people will talk about archons. One idea is that archons can almost be thought of as like this, like multidimensional energy or, or like these entities that actually will like kind of, work their way through human beings to try to like say a person is on a path of like doing a lot of like love and light and shifting the paradigms and things like that sometimes archons will like attach themselves to these people and to try to like make them do quote-unquote evil things to like take them out of the game to like take them out of like the ability to like help change the world. So, you know, like there might be this guy who's just like, yeah, you know, like I'm changing the world. I'm like inventing new technology. I'm doing things. And then like these like archons will come through. And then next thing you know, he like gets into like a bar fight and like injures someone and ends up going to jail, even though it was like something where it, like was like very much like not him normally or something like that. Right. I mean, it's not the best example or anything. But um, yeah, I feel like, uh, again, I'm not trying to justify people's actions, but I think it is just kind of an interesting concept to keep in mind when you're talking about the idea of why do good people do evil things sometimes, you know, like it, it's a very kind of like perplexing thing. Um, and I do feel that there is almost like a metaphysical way of kind of looking at it to be able to just understand a little bit more about what's happening. But again, not to try and shift accountability. Um, yeah, I think given the example that we were talking about here, as we just get close to wrapping it up, um, what's peculiar is that given that this event happened like four years ago, uh, the person, uh, I mean, the story from the girl's perspective only came into their attention, uh, within like the last like half year, I think, but you know, they've talked about like how, like they've like meditated on it a lot and everything. Um, and, and I guess in some ways, what's the challenging is that like, based on the conversation that I briefly had with them, they don't really seem like they're like too bogged down by it anymore. Like they already seem like they're in like an up and happy mode kind of thing, which is kind of interesting, right? Because you almost like, 
again as a community it's just like whoa whoa whoa, like don't okay like we get that you're like trying to like be like awesome and happy and, and loving again and everything like that but like you know like we need to sort of like confirm that you've like really sort of like taken responsibility for what it is that you've caused and, and what has happened and stuff like that because again like this is where it gets kind of confusing because it's just like um yeah like from their perspective um yeah like it's it's kind of like they have their own perspective on it and in their minds like they didn't know that what they were doing was this like super wrong thing but then again that's where like his community it's just like come on like really like really like are we supposed to believe that and like that's where it gets the idea of like are people going to try lying are people going to try like layering parts of their ego that are still going to try and defend themselves like are they even subconsciously lying about things do they know they're lying do they know they're still trying to like manipulate their uh the scenario in some ways it it gets very interesting right because then suddenly you get into this idea of like you know like what is truth and what is non-truth um and and you know like do we still have to keep things open like do we still have to keep like our eye on the radar for people who are still like kind of like manipulating things post the events relative to discussion about their healing where they're just like no like i totally i totally regret what i did i totally have remorse and i totally heal from it it's just like okay like those are just words right anyone can say those but like how do we sort of like verify like the authenticity of those words which i think is something that just naturally comes through like time and action and everything and and i don't really have like the the one answer as to uh you know what things will look like down the road but um again you know like given the relationship to these people uh personally that i have it it just seems that like within the path that uh I, I again i have the ability to share with you guys um here we are with the scenario where where we are able to sort of like look at it but with the intention of sort of like encoding like a fractal healing pattern that that can reach additional aspects of uh you know scenarios that are all too commonly repeating related to this and and again you know like even just getting into the whole topic of kind of like you know spiritual communities and and spiritual communities like kind of like not always being what they appear as on the surface or something like that or like gurus in particular um which again i think like maybe you know there i'm sure there's like a whole wave of gurus out there who are kind of bullshit so to speak do those gurus know they're bullshit though like that's again like that's the, the that's kind of like the paradox of this question like does does like the person who's evil think they're evil do they know they're evil or do they know they're manipulating or something this is where it gets like very psychological so um it won't just be a yes or white yes or no thing it'll be a very you know gray whole yin yang um but again i think the important thing out of all this and why i wanted to do this is to be able to allow the person who is sharing this story who's talking openly about their experience of having been raped and for that for their voice to be heard and I think that's kind of just like the the first steps in this is just allowing their voice to be heard, allowing their story to be heard. Because sometimes they don't exactly know like how their healing is going to take place, but they know that by talking about it, it does something. So by talking about his community, I think that is just naturally the first step in it and by listening and by, again, you know, kind of like holding that space and things from there will just kind of like unfold. So so yeah i uh, thank you again guys for for having this discussion i think we talked about it there for at least like an hour 
probably more give or take and we'll talk more about it in the future on another broadcast paradigm shift through destiny school down the road um related to the topic of just kind of what we're talking about here does anybody else have any other comments just right before we move into closing up the broadcast michael pratt go ahead uh can you hear me all right yep sounds good go ahead i just want to say i think it's good even though um and i don't really think it was um that many people um even if we were a little little hesitant uh to talk about this uh when you come out of when you come out of it um uh there's there's a light there's a light at the at the end of the tunnel and when you look in those places that say you know maybe not everybody wants to look at um but it's like you know the shadow is the healer in a way and, and i would say like you know darkness is, is the healer because that's different than the um the shadow the the shadow um is the healer and, and it, it can uh, maybe not everyone wants to look at the shadow but it's like if you have it you notice you you know you've seen shadows you know uh, probably a good part of your life and, and maybe we're fascinated with it. I have a dog that likes to chase her own shadow all the time. So, you, you know, the shadow is the, the healer. And when you're able to look at something like that, um, confront something like that uh, in, in, in a way, not condone, but just accept what happened as best as you can. And, 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 when you're ready um, to to kind of either let that go or or to try to move on, um, you know, new doors and 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 things things you know will open up. And because you decided to shine a light in those places, you know, they're not as scary as they were when they were just kind of hiding out in the darkness it's like okay well there's i mean i'm not comparing it to that but just like you know when you were younger or something you said well there's a monster under your bed if you're if you're hiding and you know you're you're not gonna check to look or, or you're afraid your your mind will make all sorts of images and all sorts of things um and make it maybe even worse than which you what you thought it was, but when you take that, you know, whatever flashlight or whatever, and you go and you search to what's under there, and and you you shine that light in in the dark, you can identify it so you can see what it is, and then, you know, it's it's a little bit working towards that, of um, I mean, not only it not bothering you. Uh, as much but you can identify it you know what that is and you're not necessarily afraid of it anymore so just wanted to share that thank you michael is um anybody else who would want to share before we get close to wrapping this up um let me just check tony was there anything you want to share just open your mic if you do otherwise feel free to just Pass a log. Uh, Tony, I think I'm not sure if you need to unmute yourself if you did want to try to say anything. 
Um, that's okay. Um, Tony's good. Okay, cool. Was there anybody else who wanted to share anything related to this before we wrap things up? No, we're good. Okay, good. Cool. Yeah. So again, guys, thank you so much for, for just like getting into this discussion a bit and we'll be talking about it more. And um, yeah, again, you know, like as part of like the light guardian, the gray Jedi, being able to look at this stuff is a part of our duty and everything. So yeah, thank you for holding space together. So with oh, I remembered one thing. Uh, go is, ahead, Michael. Yeah. This is one thing I told, I helped a girl. She had a very kind of difficult situation like that. And this is one thing that I said, and I don't know why, but it just came. I said, um, I said, um, you know, you're, what happened to you in the past are things that happen to you, like an experience, you know, like, you know, um, uh, you know, you, you, see in an accident you know it's an ex it's an experience or or a very you know um, you see a hurricane or something it's an experience these things happen to you but these things are not you know who who you are um in a sense and it, it's kind of hard you know because it's it's a kind of a thing where it, it you know it kind of feels like it 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 it, it pulls you down you know uh, uh with it or or, or kind of um you know uh kind of that kind of thing but the thing is is that those are things that happened or or may have happened to you but that's not you know who you are who you are today um, and so if you can kind of have that attitude, I found that's one thing that, that really is a sense of empowerment is mm -hmm. that, you know, you can be a new you today and things can happen to you. Like somebody may have, you know, punched me in the face, you know, years ago, but you know, today, you know, I don't have that scar or whatever. I just use it as an example. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're not those things that happen to you. Um, you are you, you, you know, the, the, so that's just what I wanted to share. Thank you, Michael. Okay. Yeah. I think, um, I wanted to leave on something just a little bit empowering and thank inspiring you. to me some people. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man yeah and and again you know like that's that's a big part of this journey is just like re regaining our autonomy our sovereignty our identity um because oftentimes like what happens with with experiences like this um you know even for the perpetrator and the perpetrated perpetrated is that our concept of self often gets shattered often gets fractured and so a lot of what we're having to do is we're kind of having to like rebuild ourselves from that fractured version and, and sort of like reclaiming um, you know, like the self of us that maybe we've like lost that relationship with. And and I think that that that's there inside of all of us. Um, so like sometimes we just kind of have to like, you know, put pieces back together or like peel dirt off of us or there's different ways of metaphors of how it can relate and everything. But um, 
Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a journey uh, that I feel like the soul naturally goes through in which it kind of like exists as like whole, and then it, it shatters itself into a bunch of pieces, only to be able to return back again, and then it shatters again. And so it's very much like this like breath and stuff like that, you know, like, again, we as humans constantly, we are going through this cycle of like, we fall down to learn how to rise, we fall down to learn how to rise, we fall down to learn how to rise sort of thing. And sometimes we don't ask to fall down. Um, and, and again, you know, like that's, that's kind of, it's a, it's a part of the story, but there is always the opportunity to rise. So again, you know, for anybody who, who has been, uh, you know, who has been a victim of anything, uh, you know, I think just allow yourself the time, the patience, and, and, and just be able to, to know that there are ways that, and, and little things each day can make a difference. And having that community support is such an important thing and knowing that your story is bigger than your own and your story of like transformation is, is such a powerful thing, such powerful medicine to be able to share with other people uh, as well. So yeah, again, there's a lot to talk about and we'll talk more about it later. So stay tuned if that's something that you guys are personally interested in and you'll be able to keep an eye open for it in a future broadcast of Paradigm Shift Central um, related to Destiny School. Honestly, how soon it will be, I don't know. It will be in a month from now. Will it be in two months from now? I don't fully know, but just stay tuned. So um, in terms of my intention moving uh, towards like the end of this broadcast and just keeping it back with the theme of uh, setting intentions for the full moon, my intention is, again, just to allow us as a team to continue to synchronize over this next period of, of, of creative, um, like farming, you know, like we're farming all these creative juices that we are kind of like putting, uh, you know, like into the work that we're creating. So uh, I want to, again, just be able to invite people to check out the Paradigm Shift Central website and to join me in hanging out there. Literally, all you got to do is bookmark the website and just make a note of dropping in the team chat during the day and just be like, hey, what's up? Is there anything I can work on? You know, and we'll be able to organize things that way. Um, Glenn, I was talking to the team earlier and I think you actually already saw some of this with the paradigm shift teams. There's a new article team and, uh, I'm inviting us to, to get active inside the article, uh, the conscious articles team section to be able to talk about potential topics for articles that we can begin working on and doing some research for. And um, also, Glenn, there's an additional team that I created this week, uh, the Reality Encyclopedia team. And that's going to be like a specific encyclopedia on the Paradigm Shift Central website that will be related to metaphysics and spirituality and general knowledge and information. And, and it'll be something we'll slowly be building over time. Um, but Glenn, uh, given what we were talking about last week, I actually wanted to invite you uh, in onto the Reality Encyclopedia as, uh, again, just like a bit of of a, a, an additional advisor in terms of being able to just like bring knowledge together and also just presentation. Cause uh, I, I know in last week you specifically mentioned how uh, reading an encyclopedia was uh, something that you did growing up. So um, I figure we'll be able to, to utilize that knowledge to be able to create our own encyclopedia as well. Um, so Glenn, uh, I'll add you to the encyclopedia team uh, after we wrap up this broadcast and, and we'll be able to get things rolling with that. And um, so any other shifters who are hearing the call, uh, if you want to be a part of either the reality encyclopedia team, 
the animation team, the mobile app team, or the music team, please feel free to let me know. And the Conscious Articles team, you can join uh, right away. And again, to join those, create a profile through the Paradigm Shift Central website. And uh, at the top menu, you will see the link to the Shift teams as well. And uh, stay tuned because there will be more ongoing revisions and updates on the website. And uh, yeah, looking forward to getting into the habit of creating with you guys. Some of the future teams that will be activating will be the video production team, the mental support, mental health support team, um, and others that, uh, yeah, we'll see as we get there. So um, with that said, guys, we're getting close to wrapping up this broadcast. Again, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this. Please continue to uh, interact with this project, to share this with project with your friends, to invite people to tune in, to engage in acts of shiftivism where you are, to keep getting creative, to create your quest journals, to create your videos, to create your conscious articles, to go do free hugs, and uh, to keep holding space for those in your community and to keep holding the light. And um, yeah, with that said, reminding you guys at Paradigm Shift Central, uh, at, sorry, at patreon.com forward slash Brandon Culleton. You can sign up for the team Patreon. You can find me at youtube.com forward slash Skull Babylon and facebook.com forward slash Skull Babylon as well. Um, there was a few other things I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 very briefly. Uh, I saw that movie and there's some really cool conscious themes in it. So I recommend you guys go check it out. There's like giant like planets and scenes made out of like fractals and mandelbrots and every cool thing that is worth checking out so yeah we'll talk about more another time presumably so um i got a lot of videos in the work right now like i said i got the spider-man video in the work i got another shift vision video in the work i got quite a few videos in the work guys so again always something going on and always something to be shared with you guys um so with that said, I just want to be able to pass the talking stick around the circle one last time if there's any closing notes that people want to uh, just share with our listening audience. So anything else that you guys feel called to say? Otherwise, we'll be getting to bed very soon. And Glenn, go go right ahead. Passing it over to you. Yeah, I just want to really quick say that uh, if you haven't checked out this Teams thing, uh, this is probably the most powerful feature we're going to be working with right at first, I think. Uh, get on a team, get on some kind of team and uh, maybe start an idea of like what kind of team you want to run that you'd like to lead. I, I, I did that last week. I encourage everybody to, to create a leadership position for yourself. Even if you're just leading us, if we're leading each other, it's just fine to do that at first. Uh, but this is, this is all about leadership. If we want to change the world, we want to empower everybody involved to lead everyone uh when it's when it's time to be a leader you need to be able to step up so practice now join a team start a team uh get on that done perfect awesome thank you thank you glenn thank you so much and uh yeah i'm looking forward to being able to collaborate um, just uh, moving forward with things and, and having, you know, again, a lot of what's going to be happening with the project moving forward is going to be like interactions with the team that won't be during team building hangouts. So it'll be like off the air interaction and everything through the voice chat on the website and just ongoing communication with the focus being on creating conscious media, but also creating again, you know, like that digital virtual space um, that we'll be building and using for the time to come that will be a hub for community and for uh, again a global team of shifters so very cool um anybody else have anything they want to share just before we wrap it up michael or tony uh, yeah I did. tony go ahead yep you're up you know what glenn said about leaders 
I've got a lot of memes. I, I guess I'm the, the memester. I'm the memester. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, true leaders don't make more followers. True leaders make more leaders. Uh, is basically what it says. That I think it's very true mm -hmm. that uh, if what you'll do is teach other people to lead themselves, you know, or guide even. I don't even like to use the word teach. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Also, um, it's more on a technical note. Um, as far as the website goes, I've got a weak computer, so it's pretty <laughs> – it's pretty heavy on my system. That's why, if you haven't noticed, I don't really—I'm not real active on the uh, Paradigm Shift Central website. Is because every time I go onto it, uh, my computer crashes. So, is there any way that I can load a different version that doesn't have so much stuff on it? Um, yeah, Tony, thank you for mentioning that. That's something that I'm gonna see, like what I can do. I'm continually just trying to like refine it and optimize it unfortunately to like uh you know to some extent like we can't honestly tailor the entire website to like systems that just are older right. and everything unfortunately um but yeah you know like a, a lot of this is just kind of like being designed uh in ways for you know like when computers are like streamlined and everything like that right. but but there are other ways to to interact. Um, but yeah, Tony, stick around because because see see what the website's like for you uh, in the next week, and and I'll do my okay. best to, to get it so it'll run as smooth as possible across systems. Which is honestly, it's part of the challenge is you know creating a platform that will run across uh, you know like mobile and maybe computers that aren't like fully. Uh, optimized well, I'm, on a, well. I'm on a dinosaur anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that <laughs> I'm would operating on Windows so. Vista. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing That's that might help know. is like on the background, if it wasn't animated, I know it looks cool, it really does, but yeah, on I can't. Logo? On the paradigm, yeah, on the paradigm shift, I like yeah. the, the Tree of Live logo, but it's animated, and for some reason, that uses a lot of resources for me yeah because that's only like a two megabyte gif so i mean like on any yeah. other computer it's really not much it's not that big of a deal plus i'm on DSL, yeah so, yeah oh then yeah, yeah but yeah, i really yeah. like it i mean i like what you did with the website it's really mm -hmm. cool whenever i can get yeah. it to load <laughs> i hope i hope you get a chance yeah just go to like go to best buy or something and just log in there or something like that you know uh -huh. okay thanks well, for letting know, me know it, I, I have been able to log on to it but it's real slow. It's a real mm -hmm. slow loader. And yeah, sometimes it locks up. So. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I totally know what you mean. And but again, yeah, I like, checked out uh, Melissa's, uh, I guess it was Melissa that, uh, because it wasn't on Facebook anywhere. So I had to go to the website, <laughs> but it was cool. Her store, her thing about the, the full moon. Mm -hmm. Is that who it was? Was it Melissa or Michelle? Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. I read that. That was really awesome. So that was the first time I got it to work in like months. <laughs> so that was that was synchronous. Cool. Okay. Cool. Anyway, yeah, I'm done. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank I know you, you for letting me talk. No, Tony. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes with like the way even the website. Again, you know, like thinking of the website as like literally entering the game. You know, like sometimes when you play a game, like it has to like load first has to like load the world first so like keep in mind that like a website's kind of similar it may not say loading 
but sometimes it has to load and, and if it can load the first time then it will load like easier on the next times because it's kind of like loading stuff and then it gets into your your browser and your cache and everything like that and then once you're kind of at that point then the website kind of becomes what it's meant to be which again is like not something that's like not crashing and it's loading properly like it, it runs good on my computer i know that but but yeah no i i know if, if it's not running on every computer uh again unfortunately we can't tailor everything for computers that are older but uh if you guys are able to get new computers then you'll be able to fully uh integrate into the game and down the road like yeah we're just going to keep doing our best to optimize the website with the resources and technology we have so again glenn was just saying in the chat that you know website optimization team uh is is part of the concepts that we got floating around as well so uh if anybody here again is uh kind of like tailored and skilled in website ui graphic design stuff like that just keep in touch because we'll, we'll we'll get around to synchronizing uh some more vision in related to that so Okay, cool. All right, Tony, thank you. Um, okay, guys, so we're going to wrap up this broadcast now. And uh, it's 314. <laughs> pi, that's funny. Um, three, 314 is the pi number. case, yeah, And it looks like pi. It's like the four, the one, and the three. It's backwards. It says pi. It's, it's really trippy, actually. Um, sweet. And it's one, one, one where Ashley is. <laughs> awesome, guys. Okay, guys. So um, again, thank you so much for being a part of this broadcast. And, and again, as an ongoing documentation of the shift in consciousness, these broadcasts are uh, sometimes long. And for those of you who've made it to the end, thank you very much. Again, reminding you that, that the inspiration generated through these broadcasts, inviting you to continue to share that with you, inviting you to carry that with you, to carry the shift with you. And to, again, just get as involved with the project as you want. It is a space for you guys to, it's a digital hangout space for us to, to create and come together as a team and to keep having those discussions about how we can help change the world. So encouraging and inviting you guys to choose to be the change that you wish to see and building that awesome team of light guardians, Jedi, superheroes, and shifters and dreamers. So very cool. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up this broadcast. Until next time, inviting you guys to unmute yourself and let's all say goodnight to everyone. So everyone just pulling up your microphone and say goodnight, guys. Good night. Wave to the people of the internet. So good night, guys. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And until next time, we will see you guys in the future. Much love. Keep it shifty. Peace and wholeness.